Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to the Like a Days Ago podcast. Welcome 2019. I'm one of your hosts, Jordan, and with me today we got Vinny. What's going on, everybody? How was your New Year's? And we got Patrick. Yeah. Yeah. Good old YA. So it's, like, it's as though Patrick is questioning why he's even here today. Oh, he knows good and damn well why he's here. <laughs> he's uh, we we can't record without him. Except we've had to once or twice. I can't remember. So, anyways, how's everybody doing today? I'm doing all right. Still trying to wake up, getting there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, thankfully we had some time before we had to start recording, but uh, yeah. So, we don't have Ben with us, of course. Um, as you can tell, he is uh, on a trip. Eating some Reese's Pieces. Yeah, he's on a trip, uh, enjoying some candy there. You know, specifically <laughs> what Patrick said. He's eating some candy land. And um, so, we'll see him in a couple weeks. He's going to be out next week as well, I believe. But uh, you're seeing, you're, you're listening to this episode on an odd day, probably. It should be Monday um, instead of a Friday. Unless Jordan fucks up. Uh, yeah, unless I fuck up. But it should be Monday the 14th that you're hearing this. Um, because we were unable to record this past Monday um, to upload Friday. And so we're recording Thursday for the following Monday instead. It's it's just a one-time ordeal. We're going to stick with our normal Friday schedule, but this one's going to be Monday. Hopefully it's a one-time thing. <laughs> we just really wanted to get the, uh, the New Year episode out. Um, this is also, I believe, episode 10. That's um, right. So this is our 10 episode anniversary going into 2019 strong with that. I uh, just want to give ourselves a round of uh, silent applause that no one can really hear because, you know, silent. Okay. I'll <laughs> <laughs> clap for you with my teeth, buddy. Do what? <laughs> You'll get it eventually. eventually. I will make you watch it. This is going to be a more chill episode. We're going to go over you know, some... Uh, some stuff from 2018, some cool events and stuff like that. Um, it definitely was stupid shit, <laughs> or stupid stuff, I should say, in like 2018, that leading up, and like that past few weeks when we were off, there's a lot of stupid stuff happened. Yeah, there's been a lot that's been going on. Um, And we've got quite a few games we've been planning to go over as well. But also, uh, we're adding to the uh, format, changing it up just a little bit here, so... At the beginning of every month, we're going to do the previous month's pickups because um, we're always, most of us are always getting games, whether I get them at Goodwill, Patrick or Ben orders them off of sales, or Finny just randomly finds them in the backseat of a car, um, whatever it may be. <laughs> you joke, but I've actually found games like that. Oh, I know. that. That's what I was referencing. <laughs> that's what I was referencing. Um. But yeah, so at the beginning of every month, we will be going over our monthly pickups. So this time around, when we get to that segment, we'll go over the games we picked up for December, which, you know, as you can imagine, will be quite a bit uh, because Christmas. Christmas. And, and, and um, just, a, uh, just a heads up, Patrick has about 40 games that he's going to be going over, and yeah, that'll be a good chunk of that. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, that segment will take place after the games we've been playing, um, just because that's the way we threw it in there. So, yeah. Other than that, the format will stay the same, and the schedule will go back to Fridays uh, after this you know, episode you're listening to here. 
So yeah. So there will be two episodes in one week? Question mark. Do what? There will be two episodes in one week? Question mark. Yeah. We'll see. Probably. Probably. Yeah. If we're able to record next Monday, then yes, definitely. If we're able to record the day this goes up, then yes. Twice the chances to make fun of Jordan. Listen here. You're not wrong. But three times a chance to transition into the on topic. So starting us off today, like I mentioned, we don't have any heated topics to go over. We're going to go over some 2018 stuff. Um, I'm going to start us off here with major gaming events that took place in 2018. And I'm not talking about convention events. I'm talking about just like things that happened that are significant. So uh, I've got the Wikipedia page up here, uh, 2018 in video gaming, and they've got a short list of major events. So I'm just going to briefly go over all these and some of them, you know, we're familiar with. Some of them I forgot were at the beginning of the year. Stuff like that. And we've touched on a few of them in previous episodes as well because they were towards the end of the year. Um, so we'll go starting from uh, quarter one and beginning of January. Gaming peripheral maker Mad Cats was reestablished, um, which was weird because Mad Cats had died because they were really shitty and no one liked them. <laughs> really and somehow they came controllers. back. Which is cool. I mean... Everyone remembers having a Mad Cats controller. You know, one of those crappy, falling apart, cheap controllers. I, uh, I think people will remember Mad yeah. Cats more Alfred for Game say. Sharks. Yeah, it's a controller you give your buddy when he comes over to play games with you. You get the good old, you know, mm-hmm. traditional GameCube controller. You give First him party. the itty bitty mini one that's the all. One has, the one has the shoulder button Z and M. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> Which I never um, understood why. Yeah, me neither. It, it was really, really crappy. We're not very good quality products, but they they got reestablished January 4th. Um, and 7th or 12th was the 2018 Consumer Electronics Show, and that was held in Las Vegas, Nevada. Um, January 8th, Rebellion Developments acquired Radiant Worlds and rebranded the studio as Rebellion Warwick. Um, the inaugural season of Overwatch League began on the 10th, uh, on the 22nd, Yuji Naka announced that he joined Square Enix. Which, I don't actually if, know who that is. Who is Yuji that? Naka is uh, one of the lead developers for the Sonic the Hedgehog games back in the day, I believe. Uh, like he's he's a lead. Okay. He's like he was the head of Team Sonic during the development of the Sonic the Hedgehog games. Okay. So that's that's pretty cool um, that he joined Square Enix. Um, weird, but you know he had left Team Sonic. So um, then in February, THQ Nordic acquired Koch. Koch. Kosh Media. Um, I'm going to assume Kosh Media. Um, I actually don't know what they're familiar for. What are they familiar for? German Austrian Media. Um, they're not really. Okay, yeah, they're not really uh, well known, I guess, besides publishing games under the Deep Silver label. Don't know what that is. Um, then um, 2018 Dice Summit was held in Las Vegas, Nevada. Uh, uh, the 20. 20- uh, what? Cock Media is one of Nintendo's preferred distribution partners in the UK. Really? Skim the article, Jordan. Skim the fucking article. I didn't feel like skimming it. Because I didn't want to take too long, and then, um, yeah. Okay, well, good job covering my ass there, Vinny. <laughs> <laughs> it's what I do best. Um, 
And then the 2018, oh, I already mentioned that, the 2018 South by Southwest Festival was held in Austin, Texas. 2018 Game Developers Conference was held in San Francisco. Vendi, Vivendi formally ended its attempt to acquire Ubisoft, selling all of its 30 million shares of Ubisoft to other companies, including Tencent. Um, also, I, it could be pronounced Ubisoft. I, I don't... If, when I read it, I say Ubisoft. When I just say it in general, it's Ubisoft. I don't know what's wrong with me there. But, uh, yeah. Um, where was I? PAX East was held in Boston, Massachusetts. Valve Corporation acquired Campo Santo. I uh, don't remember who they are. Double check here. Firewatch? Um, yep, yeah, they're the developers of Firewatch. Okay. Um, let's see. Cliff Blazinski's studio, Bosky Productions, closed down. <laughs> That's kind of, that was kind of sad to see. Uh, 2K Games developer Hangar 13 opened a fourth game development studio in Brighton, England. Uh, Polish developer People Can Fly opened a new studio, Zizhao, Poland. Yeah, good luck with that. <laughs> R-Z-E-S-Z-O with an apostrophe above it, W. So, Zizhao, I'm God guessing. only knows. <laughs> Um, Microsoft announces acquisitions of Undead Labs, Playground Games, Compulsion Games, and Ninja Theory. A lot of big developers. They had a specific name for that during that, uh... That event. That press event, and I don't remember what they called it. Yeah, I don't remember. Um, but, yeah. I could probably they... find it if you give me a minute. Go ahead. I'll keep reading while you do. Oh, they uh, just e called it Microsoft Studios. Oh, they did? Yeah. Okay, well, fair enough. Uh, E3 2018 was held at uh, the LA Convention Center. As and, usual. of course, Sony wasn't there. <laughs> oh, wait, were they? No, 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 no they, they, were, they were there. They're not going to be there. Is in yeah. 2019 yet? Yeah, yeah, they're not, they're not going to be there next year. Sorry. I had a little, uh, what do you call it, dumb moment? It's not listed here, but wasn't it around E3 that we got our first real look at Smash Ultimate? Probably. I don't remember, but probably. Something like that. Um, EA announced its acquisition of Industrial Toys, which I'm not familiar with them either. Um, privately held American developer of mobile games, uh, Midnight Star, and a few others, I guess. Okay. Mobile gaming stuff. Uh, Crystal Dynamics opened Crystal Northwest. Sumo Neat. Group PLC acquired The Chinese Room. Um, it's an independent British development studio best known for exploration games such as Half-Life 2 mod Dear Esther and co-developing its full-fledged remake. The company origina originated as a mod team for Life After Debut. Basically that. <laughs> also, I just noticed if you hover over the link... It gives you, you a brief description of it. Just notice that. Well, you haven't been doing that at all this time. No, I've been opening it. Damn Open it. link in oh the tab. I didn't know that. I don't use Wikipedia a lot. <laughs> um, anyway, the, uh, the international 2018, a Dota 2 tournament with the largest prize pool in esports history, was held at Rogers Arena in Canada. Oh, uh, Dota, you worry hey, about things. Canada finally has something. Yeah, Dota. They don't. They Dota have to worry about a thing, dear bud. <laughs> Uh, Gamescom was held in Cologne, Germany. Okay. Uh, 
A mass shooting occurred at Madden NFL 19 tournament in Jacksonville, Florida, with a shooter, a participant in the tournament who lost, killing two people and injuring ten others before committing suicide. That was rather dark. The f- I didn't, oh, you didn't know about that one. I had no idea. I think about I remember that. that. I remember that briefly being mentioned before, but I don't remember it specifically happening. What the? What the? What? What? Yeah, I remember that one happening. You see, he was a. He was like apparently. You could see signs of him like past interviews, like before the tournament, like a year prior. You could see that was something not physically clicking right with him, mm-hmm. like mentally. Hmm. And yeah. uh, basically, he just shot himself once police arrived, ready to arrest him, so he wouldn't Damn. have to go to jail or something. So he killed people and then shot himself, of course. Right, wow, I didn't want to do a time. That was unexpectedly dark. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, I remember when you said you didn't want to cover bad topic. You didn't want to. Yeah, I, I, yeah. That. I was trying not to cover any negative stuff from last year, but one yeah, of them snuck away. Like, oh, I wonder if he's <laughs> gonna cover this one. And then you read them. Like, and this oh, is no. why you read the 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 sources. I mean, before. I read it ahead of time, but I didn't read it at the very bottom Damn a couple it, days Jordan. ago. So I forgot. It about says it. a mass shooting in the first two words. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'll edit this out and pretend it never happened. No, you're gonna <laughs> leave it in because you're a dum dum. I don't like to proofread. Um, Wargaming opened up a UK studio. And they're Belarusian video game company headquarters in Nico- Nicosia, Cyprus. Okay. Uh, Capcom Vancouver shut down. I remember yes, that is. one happening. That was kind of a... Had a lot of people worried. Uh, the 2018 Tokyo Game Show was held in Tokyo. Of course. Jeez. I mean, I, 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 I mean... Okay, I thought it was gonna be in Osaka. No, it's it's gonna be um, it's gonna be held in fucking Hokkaido. Yeah, there you go. The UK's largest game show, EGX, was held at the National Exhibition Centre in Birmingham, England. All right. Uh, Telltale Games announced a majority studio closure, laying off more than ninety percent of its staff and canceling several in-progress games. Rest in peace. And wasn't that that was basically Telltale shutting down? That was a big deal. Um, I think we covered that even. Cause that yeah, was a pretty we big we, deal. I think we did. Yeah. And then Prima Games wound up shutting down after 28 years of making guidebooks. You skipped BlizzCon. How sad. Did I? Uh, how did I? Okay, well. Uh, I didn't mean to skip, but I skipped uh, 2018. BlizzCon was held in Anaheim, California. And we got not the greatest Diablo game announced. <laughs> yeah, that was yeah. a mess. That, that, that was Shout a mess. It. I remember us covering that one. That one was just a, a complete mess. Yep. Yeah, it was. It was like everyone sending death threats because, oh, Star Diablo. And then it turned out they wound up like retracting that, I think, at a later point, or redacting that. I like, at a later point or something. I don't remember. It's been a while <laughs> since. I, I don't follow Diablo because I don't play it, so I don't know the whole end of that story. Yeah. Uh, that was a That was a mess in and of itself. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much all that was on that list. I apologize for that bumpy, bumpy thing. There. I I'm, I'm just, uh, had a rough time going over there for some reason. Um, <laughs> but thankfully that was just a short little thing there. We'll let someone who's better at reading stuff go over the games. Uh, that, yeah. That's better at skimming than I am. Uh, Patrick, I went through us? this list several times, just picking and choosing. Yeah. Yeah. Patrick's going to go over the uh, major game releases. You, know, you skim through it and mm, pick out a few to mention. There's a lot to yep. go through here. There was a lot of games that came out last year. 
Um, yeah. And it's separated by quarters here. It got the you know first or fourth quarter. And it was just. Well, I'm gonna go so through months because I think quarters are really stupid. That's fine. That is perfectly fine. Because it ain't, this ain't school. I don't care about quarters anymore. This is about months. Not I mean, I don't quarters. care about nickels either. Or pennies or dimes. Pennies are the worst. Yeah. Take it away, Penny. No. <sighs> some January, like some reason, the, like the new game, least the most recent new game on January was the eleventh. Just the Escapist two, so that's like, oh, I guess the one through ten was just a dry day for January, a little bit mm-hmm. late, but whatever. Um, that was on a Switch. That was on the Switch. I guess Kerbal Space Program Enhanced Edition finally got released on PS4 and Xbox One because I thought because I believe that was an only PC game where for a while, build, yeah, yeah, you build your own rocket ship, go to space. I always wanted to try it, but never got it. Um, Darkest Dungeon released on Nintendo Switch. That was a PC only game. Pretty sure it's on the other consoles now. Probably. Because I know it was first released on Windows. What are we talking about? Darkest, Darkest Dun- Dungeon. Oh. Yeah, it was. And it was released on PlayStation 4 a few years ago and Xbox in February this year. So. Yeah, the Switch got a lot of things. Yeah, the, the Switch got a lot of ports. New games. It was a really strong year for the Switch. Mm-hmm. You know, Kirby Battle Royale, 3DS. That really one kind of slipped like, under the radar for me. I don't remember that one. Because it was really early in the year, and didn't. Some kind of radar for me because I wasn't doing much 3DS stuff at the time. Um, we got Dragon Ball Fighters, which is weird. That came out in January, not like Celeste. February, March, where they, every other Dragon Ball Z usually comes out at. Yeah. yeah that don't was really forget... shrewd. You fucking narrow. Go ahead. Go ahead. Finish your sorry. I was just going to say, don't forget Iconoclast and Celeste. Those are big. Um... I'll get to those. Okay. Well, I mean, they were right behind that one. I didn't know if you were going to miss them or not. Well, I'm not going to go in the day of the, like, in order of, like, the days. Like, oh, it's oh, January okay. 16th right. of 2018 had, blah, blah, I, I blah. thought you were starting from the top going to the bottom, like, not all over the well, As long as I cover the stuff in the months, it's all I care about. Like, as long okay. as all the months are there. Fair enough. You fucking asshole. <laughs> So yeah, Fighters release released for uh, Windows, Xbox One, and PS4. Didn't get to the Switch till like like late November this year. Yeah. So even that got a Switch port, which is nice. Yeah, you know, as you said, before you rudely interrupted, we got Celeste <laughs> on like, but pretty much just came out on every everything you could think of. Mm-hmm. Even Mac. When Mac doesn't deserve shit because it's uh, you know, I, I this is a terrible. <laughs> episode already max are one thousand dollar facebook machines and you cannot convince me otherwise not wrong there hey they're really good at at logging on to facebook okay (laughs) then we got of course we got the iconoclasts for uh everything except for switch on the january i believe it at least for switch later in the year which i believe is free on ps plus last month still going through right now i think yeah i didn't get the switch release till uh august 2nd so a little bit later, but yeah. And then that pretty much covers like stuff I'm interested in in January. Of course, there's quite a bit more, but... Yeah, there's yeah. a lot that released every month, so... Those are the big yeah. hits. Subnautica, February maybe. First February has a lot of shit. Starting in February, we had Night in the Woods, released on Nintendo Switch. It's like a weird little story-heavy adventure-ish game with the animals. 
And then yeah. we'll go scroll down a little bit. We had Child Colossus for the sixth time re-released. No, HD. I mean, it, it had its original release. It had the PS3 release. And then it had an actual HD remaster. So, like, not remaster, but remaster. Holy shit, and, it can go 4K on the PS4 Pro. Mm-hmm. And it looks pretty good, I believe. Um, the That that game, all I gotta say about it is it was really, 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 really good and beautiful. I mean, really, really good. I need to play it at some point. Shout-outs to Ben for buying that for me that, that <laughs> January. That was nice. Thanks. What do you mean that January? It didn't come on until February. Or not January, but February. Um, yeah, that came out again. So, what's that? Uh, we did get more Switch ports like Dragon Quest Builders. Owlboy came to that uh, Switch. Bayonetta 1 and 2 was re-released for the Switch as a collection. Except Bayonetta 1's a download-only game, which kind of sucks, but... Eh. Just do what Jordan did for his uh, Mario Kart. Marocrat. And then, let's see here. Radiant Historia, perfect chronology. Yeah, chronology. It's a hard word. Radiant Historia, perfect chronology. It's on 3DS. I'm so surprised they're making new 3DS games. Console's been out since, like, what, 2013? Yeah. Yeah, it's a long time. Going on a strong six years at this point, which... There's, I don't, I, I, I really don't see it going past 2019. This has to be the final year because there, there should be no, no reason to make more games in 2020. Mm-hmm. It's really stupid, and weird. Nintendo works in weird ways. And then we had Owlboy come out for the Switch. I heard it's a really, you know, really good game. We had that weird, I guess, bad port remake of Secret of Mana for PS4 because I've only seen quite a few negative things about it. Never really actually played it myself, but I heard it crashed I just heard it wasn't very good. Wait, which one was it? Uh, The Secret of Mana like HD remake, remaster, whatever it was. was oh, like yeah, wasn't that just a mobile yeah, mobile port thing? So I remember you got irritated about that one when it first came out. Something got irritated. I just don't remember. It was like reading stuff. I was like, wow, you were I think, I think it was because it was just a crappy mobile port of the game. Maybe. Wouldn't surprise me, though. Uh, of course, we had the atrocious uh, Metal Gear Survive, which <laughs> forced you, or it forced you to pay the pay for other save files if you want to try other characters. Yeah. Really disgusting game. Yeah, you have to buy save files in that game? That's, that's bad. Plus, it didn't have a. It was the first Metal Gear game with uh, no Hideo Kojima, and it's one of the worst fucking one of the worst things of uh, 2018. That's probably where the series dies. No, the series died after five. <laughs> oh yeah, five was like the last one. Then Kojima left, and then I was like, well, downhill. Make a multiplayer zombie game out of it. Yeah, it's essentially what it is. That. I remember it dropped down price very soon after it released. Mm-hmm. And then we had Fist of the North Star Lost Paradise in Japan. It didn't come out. It didn't really come out in America until way later. Oh wow! It was like October worldwide. Yep. Something like that. Yeah. Exclusive stuff. And we got Sword Online Fiddle Bullet. You know, came out in the near end of February. 
Didn't you pick wow. that up when you were down here? Yes, I did, actually. In San Antonio. Yeah, San Antonio. And then Payday 2, weird game came out for the Switch. Yeah, that was a bit random. Just a sure, bit. Let's I mean, show sure, you that the Switch not? pretty much just gets everything. Gotta yeah. make for lost time for the Wii U, I guess. Yeah, mm -hmm. I guess. And then you got Final Fantasy 15, the Windows edition, came out for PC. There was plenty of mods for that as the year went on for the game. Mm -hmm. Double May Cry HD collection came out for, you know, Xbox One, PS4, and Windows. I have that. I haven't touched it, but I have that. <laughs> yeah, I heard it's a good game. And then we had Burnout Paradise Remastered for Xbox yeah. One, PS4. And the same day was Kirby Star Allies, which is a really good game. And then you had a few days later, Sea of Thieves, you know, for Windows and Xbox One. And then Shantae's and the Pirate's Curse, Nintendo Switch. You know, more variety for the Switch. More games to get for it. And then Valkyria Chronicles 4. We only released in Japan, of course. For PS4. Mm -hmm. And then it came worldwide, like, later in the year. I think like around September-ish. And then you had the not Dane DeVito De De Detective Pikachu. <laughs> So yeah, it would have been it would have been a lot better with Dane DeVito. It was still a pretty child oriented game, anyway. I heard so, it was so. a pretty decent game from some people. It's way too handholdy. I, I I all I've heard I haven't played it because I don't play Pokemon games a lot. <gasps> but I, all I heard was it's fun, but it's just it's literally just uh, it plays itself for you basically because it's so easy. Mm -hmm. It's just a child's game, like meant to give you know. An eight-year-old something to play, basically. And it had a, and it was massive amiibo that came with it. Yeah, giant amiibo. Takes up nearly half, nearly uh, the entire screen of the 3DS, like the bomb screen part, and nearly takes up the entire part of it. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, and then yeah. the same day, you got Nino Kuri 2, the Revenant Kingdom. I always wanted to play the first game, never got it. Everyone says the good first game is pretty much... It's pretty much people say it's like it's Pokemon for the PS4. Which <laughs> I'm not entirely going to go against because that kind of sounds like it actually is. From what I've seen of it, at least. So that was for Windows and PS4, so it's pretty good. Yeah. And then here's the Jordan game, MX versus ATV All Out for uh, Windows, <laughs> PS4, and Xbox One. Weird that that series is still getting releases after all these years. Yeah, a little bit. Well, I guess also Far Cry 5 came out, but I never really got too much into Far Cry. Me neither, but, I mean, that was a big release. So, I mean, yeah, Far Cry's a big series. Yeah, it is. Outlast mm -hmm. 2 came out. Yeah, Outlast 2 for the Switch. Survival Horror kind of game. That's a bit My first Outlast came out the month before, too, on the Switch. Yeah, Outlast, like, 1 and 2. It's a really weird, interesting horror game that I played a little bit of on PS4, like, years, a couple of years ago, I think. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure it's the one with the camera. You have to use that as light, if I remember correctly. But yeah. Something like that. A lot of weird stuff for a Switch. Mm -hmm. And then, now we're going to move on to April, where we finally get Owlboy. <laughs> For the PS4 and Xbox One, so I guess Owlboy came on Switch first, so... Apparently. That's weird. I think it did. Might have. 
Nah, because I mentioned it earlier that it came out on Switch. Mm-hmm. Earlier, and then King of Fighters '97 Global Match for Windows. Okay, that just sounds weird and intriguing oh, okay. at the same time. Uh, <coughs> oh, shit. I was gonna say it's on a car. Um, it came out on Windows 2016, Mac in 2017, and then Switch in 2018. And yeah, then it's not surprising. Xbox One. Because usually indie games like that, they usually just automatically just go on Steam. Like yeah, every I mean, it's probably cheaper. Goes. It's an easiest to put it there because you don't have to produce physical copies of anything. Yeah, you just have to upload a code or some sort to the internet, and it's right there. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And then we also got a Wild Guns Reloaded, the sequel to the critically acclaimed Fallen Under the Radar Wild Guns for the Super Nintendo, which only came to light. Once they put it on the eShop... And people start talking more about and discovering the game. Mm-hmm. And the same day that came out that we had the Yakuza 6, The Song of Life. Which I probably won't be getting to for a very long time, but... Yakuza. <laughs> Get there slowly or surely. Uh, we had Game of the Year, actually. Uh, God of War for Dad PlayStation 4 came out mm-hmm. on uh, 420. Cause yeah, that's, that's really weird. They spelled that wrong. It's supposed to be Dad of War. But yeah, I know. Same difference. And then they had like yeah, the at on Nintendo Labels, the robot kit, and the variety kit. Yeah, that, isn't that just when it first released in general? I believe the, so, yeah. Uh, yeah. Just for, they released Nintendo Labo and 420. It's like, yeah, Nintendo does have to be high to be releasing this shit, huh? Yeah, releasing you know what? Cardboard. It makes a lot of sense. Yeah, $60 cardboard. <laughs> Basically. But it works but, well. Don't get us wrong. It's it's fun. That's great. We tried it out. I didn't. But it's, it's, it, I mean, it's a lot of fun, but it's like, it's a lot of money for cardboard. <laughs> Half the fun's putting it together. And then you play with it for like 30 minutes and like, yeah, I'm going to go back to controllers now and play in my girl games. Except for the piano. Yeah, that's probably fun. And then we got the, you know, the South Park Fractured But Whole uh, game for the Switch. Mm-hmm. April. It's a good game. Yeah. I haven't played a lot of it. Some more adult humor game for the Switch to for people to enjoy. Then Trails of Cold Steel 2 on PS4. And then Earth Defense Force 4.1 Wing Diver the Shooter. It's a really weird, bizarre uh, shooting game that's like, I think it started on the PS2. I didn't get too many American releases, I think, but then again, I could be wrong about that. I don't know too much about the Which series. Which game was it? Uh, Earth Defense Force 4.1. So that's a part of like, like a really weird series where you're like going against like giant bugs, you know, like little tiny people. You just hmm. shoot it out. Yeah, I don't know. I guess it I just heard about the series. in 2013. <laughs> hmm, I don't know. An old, older game. It's an older game. I just heard about it like watching YouTube. It was like weird thing that just caught my eye. I'm like, oh. I guess that looks interesting. Mm-hmm. And then we're gonna scroll through May. Or one of the earlier ones was, uh, you know, the report of Don Kong Country Tropical Freeze for the Switch. Mm-hmm. Quite a bit of ports happened this year, too, but... Eh, I mean, you gotta get the did. good games from the Wii U onto the Switch and pretend the Wii U didn't happen. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. bought the Wii U, apparently. Nope. Which uh, they added funky mode, so play funky. Put <laughs> the brand new funky mode. That's basically baby mode. Yep, it honestly is. And they got Steins Gate Zero, 
coming out for Windows, the PC. It's a visual novel game, and of course it's anime, so, yeah. And they got My Little Witch Academia. Academy, I don't know. No, Academia, you said that right. There's Little Witch Academia Chamber of Time, whatever the hell that is. It's like a, from what I saw, it was like a really weird, like, action game, yeah, action RPG sort of thing, based off the show of the same name. Of course, it came out in Japan first, way back in 2017, didn't get a world, didn't get a world release till 2018, because Japan likes to hog all the Netflix well. because they have the rights to that show. <laughs> yeah. I know they have, like, little to nothing to do with the game, but I still blame Netflix. Because <laughs> Japan likes hogging all the, all the good all the games themselves before releasing it. Yeah. And, the, and then of course another 3DS title, the Shimigami Tensei series, Strange Journey Redo. Redux. That could be redo. Like, I mean, it's same. I guess it means the same difference. Or means sometimes the, the X is silent and weird, and it's kind of weird. Yeah. It's an interesting RPG that's for 3DS as well. And you got the Banner Saga stuff, which that was spread out throughout the entire year of coming to the Switch, because apparently it's a good tactical RPG, sort of like Fire Emblem and Advance Wars, with like an mm-hmm. interesting graphic style. And then later, a few days later, you got the Hyrule Wars Definitive Edition, because again, nobody bought the Wii U, apparently. But what about the 3DS We got version? the Mega Man Legacy Collections 1 and 2 on the same day, because 2 is just a digital download game. Because it gave you a code when you bought, like, a, the Legacy Collection. And also, I was like, here's a pamphlet with the code. It's digital only. And they also got Stardew Valley for the PS Vita. Because, <laughs> you know, apparently Vita ain't dead. Which it probably should have been, because that thing is just... I mean, there have been a few things. Didn't really have a good, uh... Good lifespan. I mean, I probably had good games, since nobody really bought it or played it. And then you got Resident Evil Biohazard 7, Resident Evil, uh, Cloud Save for the Switch. But that was in Japan only. Because, mm-hmm. of course, it is. Japan likes hogging everything themselves. Then you got the Dark Souls remastered for PS4, Xbox One, and Windows. Mm-hmm. And the same day was Detroit Become Human for the PS4. Which is like an interesting choose your sort of like a choose your own adventure action game like various outcomes depends on your choices sort of like those old books you read to kids where they choose their own adventure and they end up dying they flip back the page like no 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 i picked this one instead yeah and then... did you mention power warriors definitive edition yeah because that's what i said of course nobody bought the switch or about the wii u again yeah Cause it, and they also had a 3ds version like like a year or so ago. Yeah, they had the 3DS version of it, and then just that had like specific stuff, and then they put everything together for the Switch version. Mm-hmm. And they had the Street Fighter 30th Anniversary Collection, which just has just a bunch of Street Fighter games on it, which was better than the Street Fighter game they released the year prior, which only had like the one game. This has a bundle of them. Mm-hmm. And you got the best Pokemon game for the Switch, uh, Pokemon Conquest. It's like the last <laughs> few days of April. It was free game. I can't so tell if you're joking or not, and that concerns me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I never played it, so 
a free-to-play action-adventure game in the Pokemon series by it's, Game It's Freak. like a weird Minecraft texture that where it's everything was like basically Pokemon purple. Gotcha. Yeah. Also, good job on raising your volume, Vinny. All I did was move the mic closer. Well, nice. Now so I can now, actually hear you. Now you get to hear me breathing. No, <laughs> no, we don't get to hear you breathing, but we actually get to hear you say something. <laughs> I mean, I'll try and I'll try and boost you in editing for the. For the beginning part, but mm-hmm. yeah, go ahead, Patrick. Sorry. Where we had Blaze Blue cross tag battle, I was like, oh, it was interesting because it had like r- characters from Ruby in it and like Persona and other stuff in it. I played a little bit of the uh, the demo for that, and it was kind of fun. Not super big on fighting games, but I did enjoy it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it, it, it you want to talk about another <laughs> good game? You got Shock Fu: Legend Reborn, which is. Art is very, very short and not a good game, but it's better than its predecessor, so that's something. It's a beat 'em up, not a fighting game. But at least it's something. Yeah. I guess more Elder Scrolls Online stuff, which I don't even know why people are still playing that. Thought that, thought everyone hated the game. Honestly, I forgot it was a thing. <laughs> yeah. I, I forgot about it until I looked at my PS4 and was like, wow, this thing takes over 100 gigs. Why? Hmm. <laughs> And then, of course, you got the sequel to Ban- The Banner Saga 2. Came out for the Switch as well. And you had Sushi Striker, The Way of Sushido, which came out for the 3DS and Nintendo Switch. An action puzzle game, which, which is a good game. I, I thought it was I a Switch, Switch exclusive. No, it was on the 3DS too, which would be easier to play on the 3DS because you're supposed to match plates up, and you can easily do that with a stylus rather than a controller. Unless you use, touch sc- unless you use tablet mode. The Switch. Yeah. It's a good game. <laughs> I like it. And then we got Jordan's favorite game right here, you know, came out June sec June twelfth, uh, for the Nintendo Switch. He's been playing he's I know he's been playing it a lot. That's what yeah, I'm talking I about. The one only. Fortnite Battle Royale. Fortnite Battle Royale. I know Jordan really appreciates this game. Um he, he he's he's been asking Mango for a lot of V Bucks recently and he, he really he's, he's he keeps asking was he really wants to get the floss, right? The floss and uh Fortnite dance were his favorite things in the entire game to do. Then he please <laughs> stop hitting your head on your microphone. Um, I like how you knew what I was doing even without the camera. Because of the pattern. <laughs> um so what Patrick meant to say <clears throat> was uh, <coughs> Sorry, let me get this out of my throat. <laughs> Fuck Battle <laughs> Fuck Fortnite. <laughs> um, I had to get that on my system there. Um, I was playing a, a, a really good game called Hollow Knight came out on the twelfth. Um, I just got that game uh, a couple weeks ago uh, from our buddy Anthony. gave me a code for the game, and I have absolutely fallen in love with the game, and I'm doing a let's play of it now. I'll go into detail later on that when we get to the games I've been playing. But that's what Patrick meant to say. <laughs> I, I can tell there's gonna be one viewer upset <laughs> with how this vi- with how this podcast episode's going. Hmm. There's gonna be one viewer that's gonna be quite upset with how this podcast episode's going. Who's that? I'll tell you after this is done. I want to keep it suspense. Okay. And yeah, Paladins was also released on this day for the Switch. God, we're only in June. There's so many more games. And surprisingly enough, weirdly enough, Super Bomberman R came out. For- Xbox One, PS4, and Windows, making it the Switch was the first jumping pad when it was released. Apparently, a year, over a year ago. Mm-hmm. Which by now they added a bunch of free updates, so it's good because I know each 
system has are exclusive because I believe PS4 exclusive was Ratchet and Clank. Not too sure about the Xbox One version though. Pretty sure when mm. I'm not even sure if Windows has exclusive character, but then again, you can just mod it whatever you want because of course you can do that with PC easily. Yeah. Somebody's out there's probably modded stupid things in there. I'm sure. And then yeah, had Mario Tennis Aces, which it was a pretty good. It was a really, really it's a fun game. Don't be wrong, it's really good. But the story is uh, I'd say a little bit rather lacking, because you can just finish it in a few hours if you know what to do. It's mainly just yeah. for a, a glorified like two-player game mode. I still think uh, Power Tennis is still the greatest tennis game of the Mario series. <laughs> it's so much stuff to do. Yeah, I would say so. They didn't have a story mode, but they had like so much like mini game stuff, gimmick courses, characters to do. Which by now they probably have like the same amount, if not more, characters in tennis aces with all these free updates, which is that's good. I'm glad they do that for people that still play it. I didn't know the Blob had a remaster or Luminous. Yeah, the Blob had a weird remaster for the Switch. The Blob's fun. It's very chill. Yeah, game. that was a, I think that was really the first release for the were we. I believe so, yeah. Sounds about right. And then Luminous was a PSP game that got remastered for the Switch. And PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Yeah. And then finally, Nier Automata came out for Xbox One. It was when it was only a PS4 exclusive. Mm-hmm. That was a big thing for it. That's still a big game. People love that game. I still haven't this played it. This one just really catched my eyes, Rainbow Skies, because it was released for PS4, PS Vita, and the PS3. PS3. Wow, that's weird. PS3. Yeah, yeah the weird amount seeing that. I was like, wait, what? And then you got YS8. La Cremeso of Dan. Oh, the E's series, yeah. Yeah, like, looks real. I've wanted to get that. Just haven't had time to or seen a good price drop on it to get it. Lacrimosa of Dana. I want to get into that series because it has an aesthetically pleasing art style for me. Yeah. Uh, Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy, not a PS4 exclusive anymore as of the 29th of June when it came to Windows, Xbox One, and Nintendo Switch. So that's good. Which was really surprising, but cool to see. Wolfenstein 2, Wolfenstein got a sequel with the second new classes for the Switch, so more more ma- more manly games. Weird to see Wolfenstein 2 on the Switch, as well as, you know, Doom whenever that happens. It's weird to see a lot of games on the Switch, because they're mm-hmm. l- like, a lot of the games that are getting ported to the Switch now are games that years ago when they first came out, you never expected to see on a Nintendo console ever. Yep. And now here they are showing up on the Switch. It's it's good that the Switch is getting a lot more third-party support than that blemish did. But it's still weird to see some of these games showing up. Oh, yeah, definitely. Here we got another re-release because apparently nobody likes the Wii U. We got Captain Toad Treasure Tracker for <laughs> 3DS. But don't worry, they got a brand new game. Oh my god. Go ahead. They got a brand new game, which is a very good game from what I heard. I just haven't bought it yet. It was Octopath Traveler. I haven't tried yeah, yeah. it either, don't Actor worry. Octopath Traveler. I like to actively path my way into your trough to steal your dinner. Oh, 
right, so <laughs> when are we voting Jordan off of the podcast? I don't know. That's what's happened a few episodes ago. Well, you see, you can't rightly get me off the podcast because my name's Rizalto. And what does that have to do? Absolutely nothing. Continue, Patrick. Go play the demo. It's a really good demo. There's like six. There's like eight different characters you can play as and branch I, off into weird I, stuff. I uh, I played the first demo, but I haven't done the second demo yet. Yeah, the demo's really it's good. good. It's like it has that old school Square Enix look and feel of the game. Yeah, which interests me. And it and it and uh, has DS. a refined version of the Brave and Default system from Bravely Default. Oh, there, you, there you go. Another good game. Then this special DLC, we got Sonic Mania Plus, which actually has a physical card, which makes me upset because I bought the collector's edition because it was the closest <laughs> thing I could get to a physical of the game. Mm-hmm. Came with a nice statue of Sonic in the Sega Genesis, but uh, I need to buy this so I can just have the physical game. There's also a game that's uh, one of Vinny's favorites that he's played this year is Adventure Time, Pirates of the Ankyridion. Gross. <laughs> I didn't even know they still made Adventure Time games. <laughs> just, just, it took you minutes. Like, I, I'm not even gonna comment on that. Except, wow, they still make those. Go and on. then we got, of course, Mega Man X Legacy Collection. Release your everything across. Yeah. The No Man's Sky for Xbox One, because you know that was a great <laughs> game when it first released. Oh man, that was a great oh, game. Boy. Everyone loved that. Oh man, you know how the developers lied to everyone and how oh, they made a fake game, how they were playing the game supposedly when you could see they obviously weren't on one talk show. I forgot who it was. But yeah. Yeah. You got the third in the series, the brand new one of the Banner Saga 3, which released everywhere, including the Switch. So you got a trilogy of those games to play on your Switch mobile device. Hey. Then I don't know why, but Hello Neighbor came out everywhere on like the PS4 and Nintendo Switch, iOS, and Android. Apparently, that game just keeps getting worse and worse with like every single re-edition they kept doing. I'm, what is Hello Neighbor? <laughs> I don't even know. So yeah, that's whatever. It's weird <clears throat> to see that on shelves in game stores. Mm-hmm. Let me move on to August, where we finally get one of the best games of all time. Yakuza 0 for PC. So now if you have a good PC, you have there's no excuse why you shouldn't play this game. Um, there's plenty of other games you can probably install that are way less and more important than uh, Yakuza 0 because it's a really fucking good game and everyone should play it. If you can tell, Patrick likes Yakuza 0. It's like one, it's my favorite yeah. of the series. You know, I pl- only played 0, 1, and 2. <laughs> yeah. It's just so good. And they got WarriorWare Gold for the 3DS, which I really like WarriorWare games too. I've never the played a Wario game. And it comes back to the original stuff, not the games in Wario. Stupid mess that was. We've mm-hmm. got a good return to the roots, what it should be. Then we got Dead Cells. That were just, just pretty much just was released on everything. Windows, yeah, Mac, Linux. That's a good Linux. Metroidvania roguelike type game. Yes, it is. It's a really good game from what I saw. Mm-hmm. I have not tried it yet, but it's a roguelike, and I tend to stray away from roguelikes a little bit. Yeah, I mean, you, but it's like once you start the game, it's like a brand new game every time you play through it. It's like everything is randomized. It's like, that's fun, but also, I don't know. And then we had uh, 
Okami HD for you know the Switch. I picked that up when Which it released cool on see. Steam, but I am kind of regretting that because I haven't really touched it, and I would much rather have it on the Switch. Mm-hmm. But too late now, I guess. Maybe. I mean, I could always pick it up on the Switch eventually, but uh, no real reason to have two copies of the same game. I'm not a collector. Yeah. Then, of course, Japan hogging all the games themselves again, those Those foreigners. They had Yakuza 3 on the PS4 store. So I was like, yeah, we'll give you these Yakuza games and give America nothing. Yeah. Oh, shit. And then We Happy Few came out, which I haven't touched yet. I just picked that game up recently. I know, I need to play it, through and just it give it, it a try. It's supposed to be. It was pretty hyped up and looked yeah. pretty cool, but then after it's released, it's like everyone kind of forgot about it. Yeah. Not ready. So it, it must have not done anything like outstanding, but it's, it's supposed to be good. Guacamelee 2 for the Windows and PS4. Yeah. I don't I, I don't know much about that game, but it first it's categorized as Metroidvania, then platformer, then beat 'em up. Cuz it's pretty much everything like that in one. You just it's a side scrolling. It's in the style like platforming and Metroids, but instead of shooting stuff, you just beat everything up. Huh. So it's not raw when it labels all three of those and combines them. Okay. It's a really interesting game cuz you play as a wrestler like a luchador. It's the first one. It's a good game. I recommend it. I just need to play it. And then we had a Super Nintendo game release. <laughs> yeah, Return of Double Dragon and special like SNES. An actual drum SNES hack. game cartridge. Yeah, it's like a rare ROM hack that they sold. Fucking weird. 2018 selling a brand new Super Nintendo cartridge. Huh. Speak. Yeah. I remember that. It was like a red cartridge or something. Something like that. It was overhyped because it was like $100 or something. Huh. It's ridiculous, but... I mean, hey. Speaking of hmm. more games being imported, was we got Shamu 1 and 2 for PC, PS4, and Xbox mm-hmm. One. Which I think kind of went... I think, if I remember correctly, it was a little bit underwhelming. That's what I was trying to think of. Underwhelming. I believe. Something like that. According to people I've seen talk about it. And if you want to talk about weird, Wolfenstein and Doom being on Switch. How about Night Trap being on Switch? <laughs> the 25th yeah, anniversary. Really. The game that, uh, and it's an interactive movie sort of game, point and click, just watch cameras around and catch bad guys. Which is interesting, because it first released in, you know, 1992. It was this in Mortal Kombat that people started clamoring down the video game business where they had to put an ESRB rating. So you can thank those two games for that. Yeah, one yeah, of the one of being on the switch. Thanks, yeah, one, yeah, and then even after in the in the courtroom when it was all being decided, one of the Nintendo representatives said, "You will never seat Night Trap on a Nintendo console ever." <laughs> and twenty five years later, it's finally on the Switch. Yeah, fast forward a little bit. So uh, yeah, that was history making news there. I wonder <laughs> what that person's thinking if he's still alive, seeing Night Trap on a Nintendo Switch console. Yeah. And if you enjoyed the Blob so much, they have the Blob Two remastered for your. Uh, yeah, I was about Switch. to say I didn't. I didn't know they remastered the second game too. I, I didn't actually know there was really... a second game. Yeah, 
I really want to get both of them for the Switch now because I really enjoyed the first game on the PS3. It's just a very chill game, like the definition of lay back, chill out, and you know, just play this game. Easy to play. Okay. For me, at least, anyways. That, and okay. then before we end up the month, we had uh, Yakuza Kiwami 2, which is an HD remaster and adds a lot more stuff to the second game for the PlayStation 4. Then we also had the Messenger for PC and Nintendo Switch, which is an action platformer. It's a really good game, sort of, or like a Ninja Gaiden esque thing. Mm -hmm. Definitely recommend it. And then we're gonna move on to September, where. Well, did you mention Monster Hunter Generations Ultimate? Eh, not really. I mean, we're we don't we're not Monster Hunter people, but people are heavily into that, so may as well mention it. That came out on the Switch. Yeah, came out for Tim to play on the Switch. Yeah. Holy shit, we're only in September. I'm trying to go through these as fast as I can. Yeah, we're almost done. Dragon Quest Eleven, you know, another good game. I forget PS4 just that how was... many games came out in 2018. That Mr. Uh, Tim Westby was playing a lot of. Dragon Quest Tim Eleven. Westby. Tim Westby. Shout out to Tim. Mm, yeah. He's a cool guy. And then we had uh, SNK Heroines Tag Team Frenzy for PS4 Nintendo Switch at the waifu game. Mm-hmm. If that didn't catch your uh, spin your yarn a little bit, we had a could have been game of the year, could have won at least one award at the gaming awards. But we had Spider Man for the PlayStation Four, phenomenal action adventure game that I still need to buy. I got that super cheap. Yeah, we don't talk about that. I haven't gotten a chance to get <laughs> Vinny, it. Vinny, stop singing! <laughs> stop singing! It's a podcast. I'm editing that. Damn out. it, Jordan! How dare you? Um, real quick. <sighs> I did not expect. I didn't even know this came out on the Switch. Dust and Lazy and Tail. The hell is that? That's yeah. an awesome game. That is an awesome indie game. I forget who developed it, but it is an awesome game. Um, I played about halfway through it on PC, back before I almost broke my computer. Yeah, that was. Um, a... It's it a good game. Very good. I was game. on the Xbox Live Arcade in August mm. 2012. Mm. Really old. Yeah, it's it's quite old, but it is very very good. Okay. And look, guys, we finally got Final Fantasy 15. For the town switch, mm-hmm. uh, the pocket edition. It's all the bad mobile thing. Yeah, <laughs> and I upset some people. Maybe a little bit, you know, probably just a little bit. And we got that Capcom beat 'em up bundle where we had a bunch of Capcom games just thrown together. Oh yeah, yeah I forgot about that. Undertale <laughs> came out on the switch. Got a physical release mm-hmm. too. Yeah, I did. That special collector's edition. Pretty interesting. Also, Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Yeah, Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Uh, Mario Ma- another game that uh, Mario Mangled I uh, was playing quite a bit of. I can't wait to play through that. I've still have to finish Rise of the Tomb Raider. I'm almost <laughs> done with that. And then Steins Gate Elite and Steins Gate Linear Bounded. Phenogram. You know, for PS4. Steins Gate Elite was on the Switch, PS Vita. Banner Saga Trilogy came out for the Switch. And then you got Xenoblade Chronicles 2, Torn on the Golden Country expansion. It was such a I good that was fucking big deal. game. I heard it's yeah. massive. Considering it's DLC, it is fucking huge. Yeah. Like, it's yeah, almost... the only one that played Xenoblade 2 out of us. Out of anyone here and played quite a bit of Torn on. It's, um... Yeah. It's good... It's a lot. <laughs> That's the best yeah. way to put it. 
then finally got the predecessor to Fractured But Hope. We got the Stick of Truth on Nintendo Switch. Very, very good game. I played the shit out of that. And then there's a good Valkyria Chronicles 4. No, it was released in Japan only, and they had the worldwide release finally in September. <laughs> okay. Then Hollow Knight finally got on the PS4 and Xbox One. Yeah. Uh, very good game. Dragelia Lost. It's another Nintendo. It's uh, on the iOS and the Droid, so it's another Nintendo mobile app, which I heard is doing. It's fairly doing well now. Not as good as a Fire Emblem. Fire Emblem one. Well, Fire Emblem Heroes has been going for a few years now. Yeah, everyone. So it's not really a fair comparison. Wanting orbs. Everything I see is orbs, orbs, orbs. Yeah. <laughs> Life is Strange 2, Episode 1, The Roads. That weird graphic novel of the Life is Strange universe for PS4, Windows, and uh, Xbox was released. And it seems to be it for like big stuff because, of course, there's Fighter Z for the Switch, which I mentioned earlier. Yeah. And you got Batman the Enemy Within. Heading into October second of the year, we're in the third or fourth quarter. And then, of course, we had Fist of Northstar finally got the re- world release. Mm-hmm. Wonder why it took so long. Yeah, Forza, Forza Horizon, Horizon Four for yeah. um, Remangled, uh, one of his favorite games that he's played the year. I have yet to try that. And Remangled really likes his Forza Horizon Four. And then we got Mega Man Eleven, so another another Mega Man game, the year of Mega Man. Honestly, because yeah. <laughs> you know you got pretty much got one through ten on like the legacy collection that you can play on your Switch, and it led up to the eleventh one being released. I heard it's from the demo. People say it's a really good game. Demo, it's pretty much a stays faithful to the original Mega Man. You know, just updated graphics, but still can be hard and difficult. Neat. Just good. Um, then you got Super Mario Party, which it's a really good game. I talked about it last. One of the episodes of the podcast. For like an hour. How good it was and how much I enjoyed it. Yeah. A really good step in the right direction, finally. That's yeah, fine. definitely. And you got Disgaea 1 complete for the Nintendo Switch PS4, so more Disgaea games for the Switch. It's cool. This guy, huh? And then we got Mark and Ninja Remastered for Windows, Nintendo Switch, PS4, and Xbox One. It's an action stealth game. Seems a little bit fun. Yeah, maybe. And you got Luigi's Mansion do, 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 for a 3DS for action adventure, like yeah, yeah action adventure sort of game. Pretty much just oh, a port of GameCube. Got, yeah, it got ported to the, from the GameCube to the 3DS, which is really cool. And you can play it a two player if you want to play it as Luigi. Oh yeah, Go, wait, two what? player mode. Yeah, it's like a little green. It's like a green. It's pretty much Luigi, but that's like a gre- green ooh. I think it's oh. called Green EG or OOEG or whatever the I don't know. Can you play like co-op or whatever then? Yeah. Or? yeah. Online co-op or local? Good question. Let's find out. I'm not sure if it's online, but I know it's local for sure. I haven't really huh. messed around with it. And of course, then you got... Knowing Nintendo, it's probably not online. Yeah. They had an interesting oh, game of, with Starlink, Battle of Atlas. The, people only wanted the Nintendo Switch version because Star Fox has nobody really cared about the PS4 and Xbox One version as much. Mm-hmm. Play as a Fox McCloud. Oh, there's a good game right there, Crayola Scoot. That's weird. It's like a, it's you want to take you just take Splatoon, but make it like a little bit less fun <laughs> and put it on scooters. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much what you got. Wow. You do tricks to spray the ground and build up your ink or whatever. 
That's very interesting. Yeah. And then you want to go down to Dark Souls Remastered came out again, but this time it's on the Switch, so we finally got a Dark Souls game for the Nintendo console. Yeah. Showing that it's truly evolving. A few yeah. years behind, but it's evolving. And then you finally got, and then we got another entry in the Soul Calibur series with Soul Calibur Six for PC, PS4, and Xbox One, where it took less than a day, and then everybody started posting their meme characters, custom characters. <laughs> so someone made so edit holy. in Soul Calibur Six. Yeah, disgusting. Some made, made Mr. Lot, Krabs and They made a lot six. more than that. They made Tommy. There's things where they made Tommy was so Ellie, Alex Louis Armstrong. I mean, that one was great. They that made one a was disgusting accurate. looking Kirby. Oh, oh <laughs> don't remind me. <sighs> oh. I remember Vine Sauce did a stream of that, and then they just did nothing but like just make the bad meme characters for him to play against, and he was not having any of it. Oh, wasn't there? Mm-hmm. Wasn't there a uh, somebody? Didn't somebody make a character that you could green screen? Yes. Somebody and made soft stream that. <laughs> Somebody made a freaking skeleton where he could turn into a helicopter and float around. What? Yeah, I'll show you later. It's really, really weird. And they made a magic carp too. Corp. Where he, all he did was just like I a splash the entire match. Which, mm-hmm. yeah, Soul Calibur Six. It's like your weird fantasy if you want to just make the stupidest thing online and go yeah. right ahead. Uh, you know, just dance. I think 2019. I feel like we really have to mention this. So, you know, the series going strong for Nintendo Switch, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Xbox 360, Wii U, and the Wii. Yeah. I don't understand. It's just dance. Why they? It releases everywhere, and it always will. I know. For the Wii. I, who's? I want to know who's buying. Who's buying it's this releasing game on the Wii U too. The Wii. Or, I'm not. It's releasing on the fucking GameCube too, right? Who is buying like this a PS2 game while we're at it? Fucking Wii. Wait, who who bu- who buys the Wii U 360 or Wii versions of Just Dance in 2019? There's probably some underground hardcore fan base that just only does the Wii because it has the best dance pad. I don't know. It's weird. Who knows? What else do we got here? Oh yeah, Castlevania Requiem, the PlayStation 4 a little platforming adventure game. Yeah. It's Castlevania, so it can't be too terrible. Probably more of a... Could either follow the classic Castlevania or more in the, you know, Metroid Cas- or Castlevania, Metroidvania sort of style. But it does say platform adventure, so I had to check out and see what that's about. And then uh, a little another low game that you may or may not have heard of released on the same day. Blue Living Sacrifice 3. It's... It's just a fake game you just came up with, though. It sure is. I'm talking about Red Dead 2, you stupid... You stupid fuck. Oof. Oh, boy. So yeah, Red Dead 2 came out, and it's a phenomenal game. It's really yeah. good. Everyone lost their shit over that, and thankfully it didn't win Game of the Year. Well, not thankfully, but... It won a lot of awards, though. It won, like, 15 awards and still didn't get Game of Year, because that went to God of War. Yeah. 
you think it could have been like when it was released, like Red Dead Two? Like if it were released earlier in the year, it would have been a shoe in. I don't know because I felt like it was because I think like it was around the time where like online was getting sort of a like a backlash of how not good it is. Yeah, so I probably may. I'm not sure if that helped with it or not, but it's a good I mean, game regardless. Yeah, really good. Well, no one's gonna buy the game just for online. It's like, I know it's the, it's the not, main stories where it's at. It's online not GTA. It's <laughs> online it is well a special good. thing. Maybe in a few years, well, even GTA online will be a lot bigger. But who knows? But what about this? This is a, this is one of uh, Reno's favorite games, Dream Daddy, Dream Daddy. Dad Rector's Cut. Dad Rector, I know. Even Reno Mangled, I bet he's a, loves. He want. He bet he loves the Dream Daddy series. I the one don't game know that if I in should series. be Dad Dating Simulator or not. There's a lot of D's in that title. <laughs> Four D's nuts. Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that Moving was a visual on. novel released on Steam. And you just date your daddy. <laughs> then we got I wonder if they have a demolition yeah. daddy in there. <laughs> then we got Undertale when 2. Death Mark came out. And then you got uh, Mutant Football League Dynasty Edition came out for the Switch, which it's a really good game. I've talked about it on the podcast, too. And then you got a Lego Harry Potter collection. You know, I heard Lego games are pretty fun. Yes. I think and so. Then, and then on Halloween, you had people call it Undertale 2, which is Delta Run for Windows and Mac. Toby Fox released that Halloween and told people, don't post screenshots within like the first 24 hours or so or anything about the game. And I was going to move on, but then I saw this game called Hidden Folks for Nintendo Switch, which is fine until you scroll all the way over and see this. Wimmel Builder <laughs> Butch. A Wimmel book or a hidden picture book. Wimmel Builder Butch Wimmel book or a hidden picture book is a type of large format wordless picture book and that is the that is the category for this game is Wimmel Builder Book. I have never seen a game category like that. I I want neither in my life have I. I I want this to be a series done on Somebody's channel, like where they do nothing but Wimmel Builder Bush uh, <laughs> style games. Games, yeah. Sure. Holy shit. Okay. Also, Deathmark. Yeah. That's supposed to be pretty good. Yeah, Deathmark <laughs> for Nintendo Switch. Now we're finally on November, where we're we had that atrocious finally. game called The Quiet Man came out, from what I heard at least. I haven't played it myself, I so I can't give it. a fair view of it. But uh, I heard it was a. Uh, Kind of bad, laughably bad. Yeah. For Windows. Then right after that, Diablo three for the Switch. Yeah, I know. Uh, it's pretty cool. Tim has been playing quite a bit of that. I think Ben was going to pick it up too, but he says he's going to pick up every game. So yeah, you can't really take <laughs> yeah, Ben's no, word for uh, as fact. <laughs> I mean, you can, but also. And then you got uh, with some salt. This rhythm game for the Switch. I'm gonna butcher this. Taiko no Tatsujun drum and fun. Taiko no Tatsujin drumu and no fun udes. And then you and got drum the session udes. Yeah, drum and fun came on the Nintendo Switch and drum session came on the PS4. So they're like we're a little weird. It's another weird rhythm game that I need to get into. And yeah. Then 
carnival fucking games because that game came out in the Wii back in like two thousand fucking eight or no, six. Oh no, this is a new. This is a brand new carnival game. It's it's different from the Wii one. Yeah, just because it's on the Switch. Are you sure? Because it, hovering so over it, it looks us... exactly the same on the cover. It looks the same, but it has the slightly different Wii games. Article. Yeah, it links it to the Wii game that came out in 2007. <laughs> the link is even to that. I played that game when I was a kid. It was shit. I hated it. It was shit. You know what? They should. Why I is think it on the Switch? They should really put Carnival Mini Golf on the Switch. Yeah. Why? That Carnival Mini Golf. Is legitimately a really good game. Okay, well then I'm gonna try that in the week. Like, and see. But I will tell you, um, if you're gonna try going for the gold coins, it is uh, absolutely horrendous. Mm-hmm. One of the, some of the levels are like terrible. I had a lot of trouble with it when I was younger. I probably could do it now, but I remember having mm-hmm. a lot of trouble with the Carnival Mini Golf trying to get all the coins and all the stuff. Cause I used to when I played it, I played it religiously and made sure I had everything unlocked. Yeah. I would also like to mention Carnival Games came out on fucking PSVR. Uh, wait. <laughs> Moving on. Oh. Wait. Yeah, PSVR. Yep. Scroll back up. It's it's like in October or something. I don't want to talk about Carnival Games, though. <laughs> no, no, we're done talking about Carnival Games. Moving on. Yeah, I don't want to talk about that. The Forest. We had The Forest. That was neat. Mm, the Forest. I think I have that on uh, Steam, actually. We had sure uh, it on Steam. Tetris Effect for the PS4. No, Marina said that one was good. Yeah, that one was good. We had Hitman 2 for the Windows, PS4, and Xbox One. Then we had SNK 40th Anniversary Collection, which is a compilation of their games just all thrown together. And then Patrick's favorite game of the year, Fallout 76. I mean, oh yeah, no. Yeah, I love Fallout 76. Love, love when I pre-ordered that special edition and Got get a, a Walmart bag. Yeah, pretty much got a plastic Walmart bag and then got upset that they didn't give me what I asked for. Well, the rest And of then these. they leaked my credit card information online and then I found out that the, the nice expensive bag I wanted was given out for free in a press conference. And uh, they would say they would give me about $5 in-game rewards just for my missed things. Yeah, just to make up for your troubles. Yeah. That was just that was disgusting. That was just a terrible. That was like like you you want to talk about a thing having a bad day. That was like having a bad year. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But speaking of good and not bad, best would be Spyro Reunited Trilogy, which I. Y'all remember gushed, he went over that for about an hour. I gushed about Patrick that for like fifty percent of my gushing about things. About fifty percent of my heart was into that one for long periods of time. Yeah. He likes sharing his thoughts in full. It's because I really do enjoy it, and I could I could have gone way more into that if I had more stuff prepared and actually put more of my heart into it. What what really what it boils down to, Vinny, is Patrick's passionate about video games. So what Patrick should be good. doing is reviewing games. No. Because then he, no, that, that's that would be nice. Then you have Except, free uh, reign to go and uh, rant about shit you don't like and praise the stuff that you do for however long you want. No, no holds barred. I would, but the problem with that is uh, my current living quarters is not not the best. Um, the time to do it is just mainly the atmosphere. That's like the big issue is the atmosphere here is not really. In my suitable favor, I should say. Yeah. 
to put it bluntly, less than optimal. Down the line. Yeah, less than optimal, not in the best suitable way to able to do Maybe that right now. So, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, fuck yeah, fucking November twentieth, Farming Simulator, right there, <laughs> game of the year, <laughs> game yeah. of the year. Yeah, and, Farming Simulator, and then, then Bendy and the Ink Machine. I keep seeing everywhere. What, what I even? I, I don't even know what that, that is. It's like. It's weird. It's every time I see it, I just think of a boy in his blog. Let me put it to you this way: blob. it's basically the you walk around the Disney Animation Studio, but all of the cartoons are alive and monsters and trying to kill you. Okay, that's okay. the most basic way I that's can put it. That's a good way to put that. Okay. And then we had Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee, which are, it's a mixed bag for some people, when I heard. Yeah, some people like it, some people think it's too childish. I think, I uh, I think I would try it if I saw it cheap. I definitely, I would definitely like to you try it. You need to finish it. Pokemon Red before you try it, Jordan. Well, we're doing that. Are we, though? You seem to be putting it off. And then, uh, <laughs> look, another jo- another game for Jordan. ATV, ATV Drifts oh and God, Tricks. Another one. Nintendo Switch. So both the ATV... Why, <laughs> why are both these games still being released? Because you like ATV games. I mean, I like the ATV games and shit, like on the PS2 and all that, but I didn't know they were still releasing them. That's weird. That's just really weird. And then, a game that completely fell under the radar, Darksiders 3 for Windows, PS4, and Xbox One. Huh. Yeah. Which is unfortunate, because if you played one or two, they're really great games. Yeah, I believe two was, slashes by yeah, two was free on like one of the uh, Xbox months for gold. Mm-hmm. Plus, I believe they released two for Nintendo Wii U as well, so there's that. And then you had that, oh, 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 God, you had this very abysmal game, very poorly optimized game released for the Switch that had no business being on there. With Ark Survival involved, <laughs> like if you if you even watch like the commercial for that, like the ad online, they show like little to no gameplay, and it's just like real life stuff. And when you do see gameplay, you just look at you like, oh, oh, that looks bad. I'm not usually it one. Is a watercolor painting. <laughs> I'm not yeah, usually splotchy. bothered by graphics, but holy shit, seeing no. the difference between the Switch version and any other version kind of just hurt me on the inside it's like a watery blotchy mess of like art it's like a watercolor painting <laughs> it's like worse than that it's like all blotchy watered down it, it just hurts like... to look at yeah and then you had just cause 4 released for ps4 xbox one and windows i'm pretty December. sure that game fell a little bit flat compared to the previous games well, it's I just cause it's just stupid fun everywhere. So, I mean, yeah, you got your lasso and yeah, it's fun. You have Monster Boy in the Cursed Kingdom, which released pretty much everywhere. Yeah, that was in December. Oh, well, just cause in December as well. I don't know if you mentioned going into December. Yeah, this is December. And then we had a bunch of Persona done. dancing games combined in one collection, like Persona, Persona 3, 3 4, 4, and 5, Dancing, and Moonlight, All Night, and Starlight. Yeah, and PS4, so was... and Vita, and stuff. Yeah, that was, there was a big bundle you can buy off, like, $100, like, I believe all three of those games at GameStop or whatever. Huh. 
or last mm-hmm. forward. I think they said something like that. Neat. I don't have to sure. Don't care. They get some Naka released on the PS4 and Xbox One, which that was <laughs> released on like like PC a long time yeah. ago. Wow, well, like a few years ago. And they got the Katamari Damacy re-roll for Windows and Switch. Some more special Switch games coming. I know a lot of yeah. people that got... were very excited for Katamari Damacy re-roll when it was announced. Mm-hmm. I would get it. I never played it's the cool. original. Katamari so Damacy. Like, oh, He's got good. a big old dick. Then we finally got uh, our most spend time in like the last few weeks with Smash mm-hmm. Ultimate. Yeah, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. That's uh, it's good. We talked about that. It's a good one. We talked about that quite a bit. How good it is. Yeah, I um, can't. God of Year Three. Because this goes on for a while. Yeah. The podcast. Ignore Vinny. He's uh, talking what? to someone. And then you had uh, God Eater well, 3 no, for PA Station 4. We it's like an action role-playing sort of game where you like fight against giant monsters and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And then we had Borderlands 2 in VR. So for PS4. So if you want to play Borderlands 2 in a VR, you can. I would not want to because I'd probably throw the fuck up. <laughs> It'd probably be fun to try out, but whew, that would be pretty intense. And then you had uh, Dragon Quest Builders 2 to Switch PlayStation 4. Sandbox action RPG in which I'm pretty sure Dragon Quest Builders 2 is like J- Japan yeah, only. so far, I believe. Yeah, because of course it's not going to be released until next year. And that pretty much sums up a lot of the 2018 that has gaming. Major wise. game releases that stuck out. Yeah, there's probably more that we missed. That oh yeah, there, there's way there's a lot more we missed, but we yeah, just... it's a long list. It took us a long time just to go over the ones that we found interesting. So. Yeah, that were that should be mentioned. But also a quick mention: uh, video game based films. Tomb Raider came out in March, and Rampage came out in April. Um, both were distributed by Warner Brothers, and yeah, just figured to mention that. <laughs> Reno Mangold, Reno Mangold uh, said the Tomb Raider movie was pretty good. It was pretty okay. Yeah, I think that was our longest on-topic segment uh, ever. There's a lot of shit to go over. <laughs> um, twenty eighteen was a great game. It was a great year for games. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it sure was. Well, we're gonna go ahead and jump directly into the break. Then, guys, uh, we will be back in a moment. But the games we've been playing, and we'll also let Vinny do his monthly pickups at the same time because he doesn't have a lot to go over, and we need to make sure he gets it in before he runs out of time. All right, welcome back, guys. It's time to talk about the games we've been playing, and uh, Vinny's going to double up here, go over the games he's been playing, and his pickups for December of last year. Take it away, Vinny! So... Over on my YouTube channel, I've been playing through Kingdom Hearts with my friend Amber, and we got to about the start of Hollow Bastion 1, and then the other day we went to go record some more, but the recording corrupted, and we had saved the game before finding that out, so I have to replay through the whole game, so I've been doing a little bit of that. I took about 45 minutes, and I got to the... uh, the Trickmaster, the boss of Wonderland, and then I was just in a really bad mood and didn't finish it. <laughs> so, uh, that's 
completely understandable. <laughs> Part of the issue there is that I forgot to go to the Coliseum first to go get Thunder, which makes that boss a lot easier. And I don't want to leave and come back. I want to be there and done. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I'm just being stubborn. Yeah, maybe. But um, over on Twitch, I've been playing, or I started playing uh, Danganronpa Trigger Happy Havoc, which is the first game in the series. And I got through the prologue in Chapter 1. It is surprisingly fun. <laughs> There is a character that I don't like, but I do enjoy doing his voice, or the voice that I gave him. Monokuma? No, actually, believe it or not. Really? There's this one nerd stereotype that's, like, super fat, and... (laughs) (laughs) So, I gave him this voice, (laughs) and make him snort, and (laughs) it's just a lot of fun to do. You sound like Olaf. (laughs) (laughs) Oolong. Uh, Oolong. Did I say Olaf? Yes, you did. Oof. Who the fuck is Olaf? Olaf. <laughs> Olaf. But who the fuck is Olaf? What the fuck is wrong with me? Olaf. God damn it. Oh, Jordan. man. Ben's going to slap the shit out of me for that one. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, doing that voice is a lot of fun. And uh, it, it makes dealing with that character worth it, in my opinion. <laughs> But overall, I'm enjoying the game a lot. I uh, I figured out the first murder very quickly. And I guess that's kind of expected because it's the first murder. But I'm expecting to uh, play that again sometime soon. Over Obviously oh, cool. over on Twitch, but yeah. Yeah. Also... Uh, me and Jordan have been playing a lot of stuff together. <laughs> on Parsec. Mostly on Parsec. One of them not. I'll start with the one that's not first. Um, uh, the Ocarina of Time randomizer had an update at some point, so I was messing around with that. I saw that they, uh, that there is a program that lets you play a basically co-op randomizer with people. Which so really me cool. and Jordan set that up. And we can pick up items in our game, and it'll give stuff to the other person. Like, I gave... Jordan has, like, 10 or 12 gold sculptulas, and I gave him most of those. Yeah. Yeah, just random pickups, because there's so many of them in the game. I gave him like, two or three bottles. Yeah, I got, like, two bottles, yeah. Um, Got some nuts, some sticks, uh, a lot of bombs. Yeah, I've been giving Jordan a lot of bombs, too. And I don't have anything to deal any damage to any enemies yeah but i do i can uh i i guess i can hold jordan back from getting an ocarina for a little while because i know where his ocarina is yeah i mean there's two though so yes yeah there's two but i know where one of them is yeah um and now over on parsec um which if you don't know parsec is a program that lets you uh, stream your game to your friends and pass their controller inputs to your game. So we've been using that to play some stuff on emulator. Uh, Mostly Wii stuff, actually. All Wii stuff, actually. Um, We've been playing New Super Mario Bros. Wii. We did a quick run through that using the uh, cannons to get to the end real quick. We took an hour or so. About an hour and 20 minutes, I think. 
So it wasn't very long, but it was fun. The little bit that we played. Uh, we're, we might play through that again at some time soon. Yeah. Hopefully with uh, the whole group. Um, Maybe so. Uh, but I also showed him a little bit of Dokapon Kingdom, which is... Um, the best way I can describe it is Mario Party meets an RPG. Uh, yeah. And that's that's kind of downplaying it a little bit because it has its own charm separate from what I'm using to describe it. But the little bit that Jordan played, he enjoyed. Yeah, it's not bad. It's it's interesting. It reminds me of Fortune Street, Mario Party, and random turn-based RPG. just all mixed into one. Yeah. <laughs> it's... It doesn't make sense that it is fun, but it is fun. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and then we also were, have been playing Wheel of Fortune! Yeah, that's been fun as shit. I, the only reason we started playing that was because I played the NES version with my brother, and I got addicted to Wheel of Fortune and found out it's fucking fun to play with friends. <laughs> so we tried the Wii version. And it works pretty well. It's Goofy, yeah. but it works. Uh, but yeah, I've that's about all I've been playing. Mostly stuff with Jordan. Honestly. Yeah. So, uh, why don't I hand it to you, Jordan? To no, because you need to talk about your pickups too. <laughs> Damn it! I was trying to be smooth, and you just ruined it. In December, I didn't really get a whole lot of things. One of them I even talked about already at some point on the podcast. Uh, the two, the three main things that I really got were my capture card, which I went in a bit more in depth a couple episodes back. Uh, then I also got a replacement Link Amiibo because the head came off on my old one, and that's no good. <laughs> I need yeah. I need Link to be you know alive. <laughs> well, I mean. I mean, it's better than Samus missing both of her feet. <laughs> yeah. But I would still rather have the entire figure intact. Probably be nice. Just a little bit. <laughs> uh, and then for a long, long time, from like August to December, uh, I was having issues with my old phone uh, where it was basically going and... It was basically going and reading touch inputs that weren't actually happening. And sometimes it would, um, sometimes it just would not work at all. Uh, and then the home button stopped working, and then the lock button stopped working, and it was just dying. <laughs> so I needed a new phone. And I finally got one in December. It's. Yeah, finally. <laughs> I. Going from iPhone back to Android is kind of weird, but it's not altogether a bad thing. It just took a little bit of getting used to. Yeah, as it usually would. I mean, completely different I or completely different operating systems. Yeah, but hey, pretty good. Yeah, pretty decent. Well. Now will you take your games, Jordan? Uh, I guess I will. Actually, let's see. What's there? Um, Patrick, go ahead and talk about games we've been playing. Because you're before me in the list. 
I guess so. Um, you know, I've been since last time we played, I just did more Smash. Nothing really too new there. It's been grinding for spirits and uh, leveling them up. I'm just trying to collect more stuff. They're all challenges, so that would been really doing too much of that. So after that, I finally booted up my 3DS after charging it for a little bit. And the first thing I played was Mario Sports Superstars. I only did the baseball that. Just to, just to sort of say, I've played a 3DS game finally. It's just generic baseball, nothing really too spectacular about it. It's just very dry, less than... It's what you expect from a handheld baseball. It's less than the GameCube and Wii ones. It's still baseball, it's just not as good as those other two, in my opinion. Baseball, more like basic ball. That kind of is basic. Yeah. And I played Star Fox 64 3D. Uh, play on the hard course. Because I just felt like just playing that because it's a timeless game that you can never get tired of. And uh, basically all I have to say about that is it's a good game. Uh, it stays faithful to the original 64 versions. However, Aquas on a 3DS version is <laughs> one of the worst things you could ever play. Yeah. I would say I would agree with that. And that's the third it. level on the hard route. So if you beat um, Sector Y, beat that boss fast enough, you can move on to Aquas, which you know I don't have trouble for on the 64 because you know it's big screen, you can see it. But the way you have to play that level is you have to keep shooting lasers and shoot bombs everywhere to light up because it's dark. So you got to keep shooting bombs. But the problem with that is they made the bomb like they made it a Y button. If you see your 3DS, you have the B on the bottom, X on top, so that means A and Y are directly across from each other. So you have to like, you have to like do this weird, really weird thing where you have to like keep your thumb on like a side on the A while touching Y at the same time, just keep mashing up and down like that while moving the control stick around. Oh, and let's not forget that level. You really have to keep hitting your R or L button to keep doing mm -hmm. barrel rolls over and over and over so you don't get hit. And it's, you can, it's your just, hands cramp playing awful. it on the N sixty four because you're pressing a button so much. Do that on a three DS and oof, man. Yeah, this is I'm playing hurt. on the XL version. I that, I'm saying that I need. I'm playing the XL version. You imagine doing this the regular three DS, the smaller ones. Your hands mm -hmm. are just gonna. Feel like they're gonna fall off after that level's done. Yeah, so it is. It is awful. One of the worst levels in the '64 version. Let's not forget the one after that also sucks. Zonus. That one's god awful. Hard to play with them controls. Because <clears throat> like the level is fine itself, which is when you get to the boss where he just gets a free hit on you because you never expect this thing to hit you like immediately right after he pops out of the water. It's usually. You, they see the boss, they do the data thing, and then you start attacking him. He just shoots this giant spiked ball right at you immediately and loses his arm away, and it makes the fight more irritating than it should be. Just, ugh, it's annoying. So you're telling me the boss wants to kill you? I never would have guessed. No, because uh, there's a, then all, the, all I'm saying is it's unfair because it like it hits you immediately when it pops up before before Slippy gets in his line saying, "Oh, here's the boss. Here comes the data." Mm -hmm. No other boss in the game does that yeah. except for that one. It's really annoying. A little bit, a little bit. I I can understand that. Always losing R. Always losing one side of the R wing. It makes me angry, even though you only use bombs against it till its last phase. But whatever. It's a good game. 
And then after that, I jumped into Yakuza Kiwami 2, because I couldn't find Yakuza Kiwami for whatever reason. In. <laughs> so I played a little bit too, got to like, where you're supposed to have them, right before you're supposed to have the meeting with the Omi Alliance to call off the war, so I'm not that far in for anyone that's played it. And then I found Yakuza Kwame like a day or two later. I was like, oh. Well, time there to it go is. back and play this instead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I've been playing that. Let's see where. Because I was in the middle of a story when I stopped. But I already beat one and two on the PS2, so I already know the stories for everything. But, uh. Where the fuck was I again? Like, Kwame, like, it was. Before you meet the snake. The last thing I did was the snake triad boss area, so. People that play it, you know, where that's at. So it's like almost a little over halfway. And I think, let's see, I was like downstairs in Purgatory. I put heart. I put Haruka and Date. We all migrated to Purgatory. There's a God. somewhere around there. Like when we, like a little bit before we migrated towards there to relax, is where I picked up from. So yeah, it's a, it's a good series. It's based off the Yakuza Zero engine of battle and stuff and whatnot. And then after that, or stuff from GameStop, which will be in the next time we do it because it arrived after December. But yeah. uh, I was playing some Super Mario 3D Land because I never played it or owned it, and yeah, you know, it's a basic solid Mario game, not on the go. I really meant to like World Four Three. I recommend it. it's good it's just other than really you haven't seen a mario game it's it just it's good just basic mario game can't really screw that up and you had mario party the top 100 type of, that i got everything for again and it's weird because they really have a small roster size this time around they only have up to eight playable characters which is bizarre according to the other ones because eight was how much the how much uh, three had so a little bit disappointed that they didn't have like the best courses along with the best mini games no it's only the course it's only the mini games they have like they have like this one board where it's like a weird mario party board is a, they like a tried to but it's not really it's weird yeah but yeah at least they have mini game island where you can go through and do all the mini games there and unlock them that way and then you could just do whatever. Didn't take me long to 100% that game because there isn't really too much to it. Yeah. So it's a it's a fun game. I enjoyed a little bit of it from what I played. And then after that, I played Dragon Ball Fusions, which I never I just heard of and I really played it. So I sat down and played it, and it's like a weird sort of like a weird strategy RPG game where you don't do any of the fighting, which is sounds weird, but you just have your units do like either melee attacks key blasts special moves when you have like enough power build up and whatnot for that stuff and then um strategy rpg game where you know create your own character and go around and start battling other players to level up and whatnot and the main thing in the game is fusions so of course you probably have a lot of fusions i'm not that far in the game I only just uh, recently got to hercule city if anyone's ever played the game and knows about it the city of Satan. Yeah, the city of Satan. I've seen one special fusion between Nappa and Raditz called Nats, which is bizarre. Which makes yeah, I laughed my ass off when he said that. I was like Nats. Nats. I was like, is it Nappa or is it Rappa or Naditz? 
He's like, no, it's gnats. He's like, oh my god, that's great. So I'm just interested to see to go back in the game and see how many more like weird fusions they would have. And the last mm-hmm. game I've been playing before we recorded yesterday or today was last night until like four. I was Hatsunimiku Project Diva X for the PlayStation Four. I like weird rhythm games like that, and it's it gets pretty intense on the normal settings. I remember playing yeah. like the one on PS3 on Experts try to and oof that was just a heartache, heart heart attack trying to do but i enjoyed it i think i have like two, like two or one more sectors i need to do for song stuff because it's like it's a weird sort of rhythm game where it's not like your traditional rhythm game because they have like everything flying across the screen you have to hit at the right time with the music and you can level up like your character you're using and their friendship gauge and blah 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 and it's it's just interesting a fun little game so yeah. yeah, that's all I've been playing. A lot of stuff, though. A lot of good stuff. A lot of mixtures of stuff. It's been a while since we had a podcast episode, so lots of games that we've been playing. Yeah. Surprised it wasn't more, but there'll be more when it comes to the pickups in the next segment here. <laughs> so, alright. <clears throat> well, the games I've been playing, uh, this is somewhat in the timeline order since our last episode. Um, been playing two NBA Two K Nineteen, of course, because I got that during Black Friday. That's you know, it's good stuff. I never mentioned that I played that for some reason, but yeah, you know, it's more NBA Two K. It's actually much, much better than a previous game. You actually make the shots that you intend to make, rather than everything missing and everything glitching. So it's nice. Um, I got an NES Classic for Christmas, which I've been playing a lot of. Um, not the past week, but before that, I was playing a lot. Um, especially with some family members and stuff. Um, it turns out the NES Classic is genuinely just fun. Like even with the stock games that come with it, they they have a very good selection on there. Um, it was a lot of fun. I went ahead and uh, modded it and added a bunch of games. So went and downloaded a big ROM pack and just picked out all the NES games that I wanted and put them on there. Like Wheel of Fortune. Yeah, like Wheel of Fortune. Um, I played a lot of Wheel of Fortune Family Edition on the NES on that, and it was just as fun, and that's what spurred me into playing a lot of Wheel of Fortune games. Hence, you know, playing that with Vinny over Parsec on the Wii version. I even played the Wii version. I downloaded it and put it on my Wii U for my brother and I to play because it was that much fun. Um, and then I got Cave Story Plus for Christmas. That's very, very fun. Um, you know, it's Cave Story. Uh, has a bunch of different graphical options and sound options because every like release has a different version of that stuff I think. I played that game back in the Wii in like 2000 I don't know, it was, it was like 5 years ago something like that um, I enjoyed it and I'm glad to be playing it again. I'm recording Let's Play of that uh, if anyone wants to see that it's on my channel or will be soon rather Stop um, promising that because every time you promise that and you get it wrong you just get me mad at you yeah, well, I'm recording it, so at some point it'll be there. That's what you said about Pokemon. Well, we're still recording it, it just isn't there yet, but... <laughs> you said it would be out after, like, the first episode, and then it never came out. I'm lazy and forgot to make thumbnails. So, speaking of <laughs> Let's Plays, um, I'm also doing a game that my I mentioned earlier, Hollow Knight. Um... My buddy Anthony, or our buddy Anthony uh, Antebeck, he gave me a code for the game, 
and oh my god, I've fallen in love with this game harder than I have with any game in quite a while. It is so good. Um, it I've I've gone into detail about it in my let's play, but uh, the TLDR for it is, or for me, is it's done a fantastic job taking inspiration from Metroid and Castlevania games, because you know, it's a Metroidvania type of game, but still being a unique game and being itself. It just takes inspiration, but it still has all these cool elements that are, okay, yeah, I see where they got the idea for that from, but implemented in its own way. And it is so awesome. It feels so genuine. Like, it doesn't feel like a, a $20 game. It feels like a $40 game easy. I'm I'm shocked that they're selling it for only 20 because it is worth every penny. Uh, I am enjoying it so much. I am like eight hours into the game on Let's Play. And I'm just, oh, it's so much fun. So that'll go up at some point as well. Um, speaking of a lot of hours, been playing through Destiny 2 on PC with our buddy Marino Mangold. If you guys know him, you may, you may not, but... Uh, you know, he's he's been on here a couple times, um, playing through that with him because he's the ultimate Destiny guy. He he's been playing since OG Destiny back in the day and just you know hardcore ever since then. And yeah, he finally switched to PC because he just got tired of of all the issues on PS4 of it not being as good. You know, it doesn't run in 60 FPS. The field of view is really bad. Uh, just a, a list of other things like loading times are much better on PC. It's like you go to your menus instantly instead of having to wait five, ten seconds for something to load. Um, and he's playing on a PS4 Pro even. So, um, yeah, we picked, we started playing that, and we have put a lot of time into that. About a week or two of time, and we've just finished up Forsaken DLC. Now we have the newest DLC to do, and some grinding and stuff like that. Um. But we literally just finished Forsaken the other night. But it's been a lot of fun. The game's definitely way better on PC. Um, I went ahead and picked up uh, Wheel of Fortune and Jeopardy for Xbox One. I've been playing the hell out of that. Because, like I mentioned, I got on this Wheel of Fortune binge. I went and looked it up, and the game's like a $40 game still, apparently. I don't know when it released, but it's like, no matter where, it's like 30 40 bucks. But for some reason, Microsoft's eBay store had it on sale for 11 bucks, specifically for the Xbox One. So, like, perfect. Well, it, it's a lot of fun, so of course it's going to be a decent amount of money. Yeah, and it's developed by, or published by Ubisoft. Um, but it's, I mean, it plays just fine. It's, the, the Wii version, dialogue-wise, is a bit better because, you know, you have Pat Sajak and all that. <laughs> but... This game's like some generic guy, I think, and some generic lady, and the voice acting is really like cringy in an intentional way, and like, like you solve a puzzle, and the guy goes goes up to you, goes, "Wow, I had no idea how you were gonna solve that." Like super sarcastic. To be fair, that happens in the Wii version too. Yeah, but it's yeah, the Wii has its quirks too. It's like, I don't know, it's it's quirky, but it plays perfectly fine. Um. And we're leveling up and leveling up and unlocking all sorts of stuff. And the same thing goes for Jeopardy. Jeopardy plays just as well. I expected it to be more game show-like, but it's not. It's actually just like you're just going through the categories and picking the thing yourself instead of someone reading them to you like in the actual game show. So it's a bit different, but it it still plays just fine. It's very enjoyable. Um, My brother and I have been playing that a lot lately, and that's fun as shit. 
Um, we also been playing a lot of Mar- Dr. Mario Online RX. Got back into that because that's my favorite Dr. Mario game. Plays the best. That's uh, the WiiWare one, that right? Huh? That's the WiiWare one? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That one, you just slam up on the D-pad and slams that pill right down. Did we that's, ever find out great. if that was patchable? I don't know. Didn't try it. We need to. Um, okay. And then, of course, with Vinny, we were playing Parsec games. We played Will Fortune, and he mentioned New Super Mario Bros. Wii. That was a lot of fun. And Dokupon Kingdom. So we played through all that. Um, had a lot of fun with those. And then just yesterday and the day before, I actually won a contest. Uh, our buddy 8-Bit Eric, he was hosting a contest uh, for a game called Horizon Chase Turbo back in the end of December. And I entered it. And it was one of those gleam.io type ones. And I went ahead and you know entered it and did the different things and got a bunch of, um, what do you call it? Entries. Yeah, entries. Thank you. And I actually won. I think there was about six people that won, and I was one of them. And I'm just like, I've never won a contest before, ever. So really excited. Um, and I played that last night for about an hour or so. Um, I completely beat the first world, or first area, which was California. Um, had like four um, courses in it. Each one has two or three races. And it's it's a lot of fun. It's it's a lot of fun. It plays like a, the best way to describe it, I guess, is like a Top Gear on the SNES, one of those type of games, or pole position stuff like that. It's it's a lot of fun. Um, I would definitely recommend it. It's only twenty bucks on the eShop. I got it for Switch, but it's also on PS4 and Xbox One, I believe. But it is a lot of fun. Um, I'm very glad that I won it. And last but not least, just last night, Vinny and I tried out what he mentioned earlier, which was the Ocarina of Time randomizer co-op thing. And like he had explained, you know, it's a randomizer. You get to customize the randomizer elements. Um, You know, what's going to be changed, what's going to be this type of stuff, what's going to be, how drastically it's going to be changed and rearranged and whatever. Um, But also because it's a co-op type thing. If I pick up an item, there's a chance it could be for me or him and vice versa. And so I have a shit ton of gold Skullchilla tokens because he's picked up a bunch for me you know, unintentionally. He goes and opens a chest, gold Skullchilla. Or I go open a chest, uh, bombs for him, something like that. That's I just the type of stuff that I think the very first chest that either of us opened ended up being... Um, it was either a gold Skullchilla or me getting Rudo's letter. I don't remember which one it was. Um, I bought the Riddle's letter at, for you at the shop. Oh, you bought Kokiri. it? Okay, then it was a gold skull yeah, the very first thing that was open. Yeah, yeah, because I bought you the um, I bought you the Riddle's letter at the shop when I had some money. I was like, okay, well, I better get this out of the way. Notes for next time. Maybe don't make the gold skulltulas part of the item pool. Yeah, we're going to take those out because it's like there's so many of them. It's really frustrating, especially when you're in the Doggo's Cavern and you have nothing to kill something with. And, and you you're in the fight with the Lizoffles. <laughs> and you sit there and hang on the edge to avoid getting hit by the Lizoffle for like 10 minutes. And then I was like, okay, I just got to get up and see if I can do something. And lo and behold, Vinny got me bombs at some point. And never, I was able to kill Never figured out when that actually happened. but Me neither, but it worked out. and It's fun. It's really weird being connected and playing together like that. and <laughs> It's really fucking weird, but it is awesome. Um, and multiple people would, can play too. I also want to try out mixing the Master Quest dungeons into it next time we play. Yeah, we could try that. 
We could try that. I'm not familiar with the Master Quest dungeons. I haven't done Master Quest Neither in a long I. ass time. <laughs> Don't worry. Still, I apologize for the really loud sounds outside. If that's picking up in my microphone, some dumbass is really loud. But, uh, but that's it for the games I've been playing, really. Yeah. Um, lots of stuff, lots of fun stuff, and uh, it's a lot of co-op stuff, a lot of games with friends. Of course, I've been playing Smash, you know, all throughout December and lots type of stuff, but that's that's a given. It's just Smash. I mean, Smash. But yeah, that wraps that up. Uh, let's go ahead and jump into the pickups. Alright, so now that we are officially in the monthly pickups for December of 2018, I'll go ahead and start us off because Vinny already went over his technically because he had to earlier to make sure he was able to get it in. Um, I mentioned earlier I picked up an NES Classic, which was awesome. That was a lot of fun. Uh, picked up Cave Story Plus. I also found a copy of Spider-Man, Marvel Spider-Man for PS4 in a bargain bin at Walmart. For like 15 um, bucks, I believe you said it No, was. 20 I think it was $20. Might have been 25 But it was a bargain bin. They had like 800 fucking copies. Not really, but like a giant stack of copies of Fallout 76. Of course. And a bunch of Madden and I think FIFA. But for some reason, there was a Spider-Man in there. I'm thinking there was a couple of them in there. But I was like, there's one left. And I'm like, oh my god. And I scanned it because I had the Walmart app on my phone to check prices when I'm in the store. And I scanned it, checked the price. $20. Or whatever the price was. I think it was 20 And I was like, oh my god. That game just came out. And lo and behold, got to register. 20 bucks. So that was really awesome. Can't wait to play that. Hell yeah. Um... I got uh, Hollow Knight for my buddy back. I mentioned that already. Um, this technically wasn't in December, I think. I think it was like the night before. It was like New Year's Eve or New Year's Day. I think it was New Year's Day. Um, but it was close enough. I got a, a stupid blast flashback console. <laughs> so I was, I, I've been seeing them around. It's basically like it, the original plug and plays that had, uh, it was like the Pac-Man plug and play. It had, you know, uh, Pac-Man, Galaga, Galaxian, Xevious, a couple others. And, you know, the original one was good. I have the original one, even. This is supposed to be an HD version of that. That's, you know, HDMI, has a little HDMI dongle, outputs in 720, all that kind of stuff. And it was, it's been 20 everywhere I go, which is, you know, rather alarmingly cheap for something that's supposed to be HD. And I was like, well, whatever. I never bothered. Went to Walgreens. They had all their stuff half off for Christmas presents. And I went and checked and it was $10. Um, it didn't show up as $10. The uh, cashier had to call the manager and he told him what it was. He's like, eh, just give it to him for 10 I was like, okay, cool. So they they halved it off for me. Get home, try it out, and boy, oh boy. I'm glad I spent just $10 on it. It's effective. It works. But man, I did not think At Games was that fucking bad. Like... <laughs> I didn't think it could get worse. Like, yeah, it's a little, it's a little like Amazon Fire Stick type thing that you plug into the HDMI port, right? It's a little dongle, and the controller just hooks up to it via RF, I assume. And it works kind of. The controller doesn't work very well. The up on the D-pad doesn't work. The buttons are very stiff and cheap feeling, of course, for you know something that's cheap and twenty dollars. The HDMI dongle looks super, super cheap. Feels super cheap. You plug it in. You try to play the games, they sound super crackly and gravelly. Like, the best way to describe the audio for it is all crunchy. 
Like, it's like, oh, God. Like, some terrible... I don't know how in the fuck you were able to mess up emulating these type of games, but man, super crunchy. It's oversaturated, oversharpened, stretched to 16 by 9. It's bad. Um, I mean, bad. It, 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 I'm glad I only paid $10 for it. That's Put probably it that about I, what it's worth, honestly. I'm, yeah, I'm not going to touch it until I do the inevitable plug-and-play stream with Patrick one day <laughs> when I get enough of those built up. But, man, it's bad. Um, it's just going to sit in its box and rot because I was disappointed. I, I didn't have high hopes. But, man, I expected it to work, and it didn't very well. So, And this isn't necessarily games, but this is game-related. Uh, well, actually, this is games as well. Um, Last-minute editions. Ben got me The Witcher 1, 2, and 3 on Steam. Um, because I guess they were on sale, and that was a Christmas present, so that worked out. I could finally play through those games at some point. Um, now, here's the unrelated stuff to actual video game games themselves but it's video game themed i got a bunch of coffee mugs at gamestop so i got a mario one i got a zelda one um i got i think another zelda one i got two zelda ones i think there's a mario one a zelda one and a couple others um because i've been i drink a lot of coffee and tea and stuff and i just started low-key collecting video game coffee mugs and yeah pretty nice but i guess that's really about it so i'm gonna pick up for december of 2018 and of course vinny's already gone over his he got the capture card his replacement amiibo and a new phone so here is where patrick talks about all 40 of his games Um, 40 how much time how how much time he got vinny uh about 20 minutes Patrick, do you think you can wrap that up in 20? Uh, <laughs> let's, let's, get, let's, let's challenge Patrick. No let's give Patrick a hardcore challenge mode. See if he can wrap it up in 20. <laughs> okay, no Google. promises, though, but I guess I could try. All Set right. a timer for 20 minutes. So for Game Over Video Games, they're having a sale where if you order a certain time, you'll get, like, a good chunk of... I think it was like 30 or 40% off, like, pre-owned PS2, Xbox original games. And, and free yeah, shipping. free shipping. Delivered by Christmas Eve, you ordered the deadline. So I ordered the last minute, because of course it did, and I got a bunch of PS2 games. I got Indiana Jones, The Emperor's Tomb, uh, Rough Trigger, The Van, <laughs> the Vanacore Conspiracy, um, MLB Power Pro 2008, because it looks like one of those chibi baseball games that Japan's really obsessing over, so I decided to give it a try. Got Sega Soccer Slam, which, you know, Sega Soccer, sure, why not? Sega Superstars, I don't know. It requires an eye toy for the PlayStation 2. It's really weird, but when I bought all these, they came with the original case, all the manuals, and everything's almost mint. It's like, it's hardly ever used. When you, when you Game over is good about that. <laughs> got Arena Football, Road to Glory, because football games, PS2, yeah, kind of need them just to try them out. Future Tactics, The Uprising, looks like a weird sort of like Advance Wars strategy sort of game. We got Fatal Fury, The Battle Archives Volume 2. Because, you know, Fatal Fury is another good game, fighting game point I've heard. Disgaea 2 and the Cursed Memories, because I'm trying to collect some Disgaea games, and I know I have 5, 1, 3 on the PS, so 1 on the PS4, I remember. And then, because they did announce it at the Gaming Awards, 
the uh, Ultimate Marvel Alliance 3. I decided to get the original for PlayStation 2. And another one that I got just for Jordan to play so we can play that on stream so he can tell me how much of a Catholic nerd he is. I got the Bible game. <laughs> it's literally called the Bible game. Oh, I'm not God. kidding. Yeah, I know. So I got all that with like under 100, I think it was. I don't have the full total now, but I got all that for like under 100 with free shipping before on Christmas Eve, so that was nice. Then on Christmas Eve at Best Buy, I used my Best Buy gift, like, gift cards that I didn't use till last, till last second. Um, Yakuza Kiwami 2, it was the only game that wasn't on sale, I think, something like that. And then, uh, of course, then I got Mega Man 11 for a Switch, and then I saw that they had, or they saw that little thing on the rack for limited run games for these two games, and I was like, I looked over, I was like, oh, I guess they're not here, I guess I'll go to checkout. But as I'm walking out, like in the TV section in front of the PS4, they had just a tiny stack of them. They had like four different ukuleles, which I picked up one, and then the last golf story I picked up physical because they're both from Limited Run Games because they had a partnership. So that was nice. I got them, and I still need to play those. And then for myself, I also got NBA Playgrounds 2. I played a lot of that on the. PS4 version and the Switch version, it's okay. Not the best, but it's okay. I definitely like the uh, PS4 one better. Okay, and then I also bought Bayonetta 2, which I bought and then came with a code for Bayonetta 1, which was pre-owned, so that's why I got because I didn't want to get it new because I did, already had one from earlier. So I had the code. I decided to give it to Jordan. Lo and behold, it actually worked. So he got yeah. I was surprised. And then one free, and I only paid like thirty some bucks for. I'm like, okay. And then I had a bunch of games on the eShop for sale. So I got Bouncy Bob, which I think was like a penny. No Reload Heroes Two, which is like a dollar. Looked interesting. Robonauts, I think another dollar. The Death Road to Canada, which is a little bit more pricey, but I've always wanted that game because you know it looks really really good and then I also bought or it could technically in the care package because I told you we're gonna pick this up because he was sending a special gift for everyone which I got snipper clippers mm. for the special physical one for ten dollars that he bought at Walmart because I would try to get in that GameStop and they didn't have it on Black Friday I also yeah. got the Resident Evil Revelation collection which had one and two on it which I didn't expect so that was cool. Yeah, that was that seemed pretty cool. Nice. Something he didn't have probably, and he didn't. And I also got carnival games for the Switch. <laughs> and I got this for Crit and this some of the Christmas stuff I got. I got Monopoly Gamer, Mario Kart Edition. Looks nice and short way to play Monopoly. I got this Legends flashback drive, which is like a Genesis sort of thing, has a Genesis controller and whatnot. Fifty games has some decent games like, you know, Street Fighter, Mega Man, Super Ghouls and Ghosts, and other stuff like that. I also got like some sweet ornaments. So I got like this classic Legend of Zelda Link, where it's where you would see him in the original Legend of Zelda manual doing that pose. And a weird, mar an interesting Mario Kart ornament, and then a Don Kong arcade cabinet one, where it's like that light blue, like like powdered baby blue tint to it. Looks real nice. That's all that one. That was nice. It was. And then the last minute, I picked up Wild Guns Reloaded. It'll do too. Earth Defense Force 4.1, The Shadow of the New Despire, Dynasty Warriors 9, Saran Kuruga, Peach, Peach Beach Blatch, the special collector's <laughs> edition, which is longer than that, but I didn't want to put that down. 
<laughs> and then it's a long ass name. Technically, I this is a little bit breaking the rules because it didn't get my didn't get in my house till after January, but I did place it like like the last few days of December, so I'm gonna count it anyways. But I got NBA 2K18 for the Switch because it was only eight dollars and eighty eight cents with free shipping. Yeah, that's not bad. Because literally, it's that's worth it for <laughs> game. No matter how bad it is, it's, I'm mainly just gonna force Jordan to play it so he can tell me how bad it is because he's the one that yeah. played it on the PS4. Yeah. And I'll that compare it to that. That's about it. Just a lot of shit I got. A lot of things I've been buying. Plus the other stuff I bought at the GameStop website. I can't really be counted until January. So, yeah, that's all that. I'm wow. impressed. Pat, okay. Everyone give Patrick a round of applause. That was... 13 minutes, 50 seconds remaining. Wow. If you want to know I what mean... it's actually called, it's called Soren Karuga Peach Beach Splash. All, no shirt, no shoes, all service edition. That is a long yeah. time. Yeah. <laughs> it is. Uh, I bought it for the gameplay. I swear. Listen, man, I hear the plot, and that yeah. is great. Yeah. It looks pretty, and I bought it for the gameplay, not for the lewd, half-naked women that shoot water at each other. Yeah. No, yeah, it's totally... He didn't buy it for the boobs. Boobs. He, he actually did buy it for the gameplay because it's supposed to be good. Boobs. But, yeah. We... Damn. All right. Well, that was awesome. We we, get, we ripped right the fuck through that. Yeah. That was good because that was, <laughs> that was probably the biggest monthly pickups you'll see until bl- fucking Black Friday of this year. Probably. And even uh, then, you won't be getting the f- full story of that mm-hmm. until yeah. next January. Yeah. So that's pretty good. Um, I guess that wraps it up for the monthly pickup section. Apparently. <laughs> and that will return the first week of February yeah. when we'll talk about our January pickups. Yeah. So, yeah. Let's uh, jump into the off topic then. So, in the off topic today, uh, Vinny doesn't really have anything um, worth going over until next week, so I'll just go over my quick thing, because Patrick's got to talk about some good stuff. It'll take him a few minutes. But uh, I just want to quickly mention Bird Box. Marina's going to scream at me for mentioning it. Um, Here's the thing about Bird Box. I'm sure you know the meme is going all around. There's just memes everywhere, the Bird Box challenge. And I, even, I haven't seen the movie. I don't it's, know it, what the hell that challenge even huh? is. Do what? I haven't seen the movie. I don't even know what that challenge even is. Wear blindfold and try to get through a day with the blindfold on. It's like, no, stop being fucking stupid. I mean, an like, average no. day for me consists of mostly sitting at my computer, so I'm I would manage fine. Yeah, but it was like people getting hurt doing this shit and Netflix actually had to go out and say don't do this you're going to get fucking hurt and people did it anyways of course they did but bird box you remember is like, tide pods I... people ate tide pods anyway i don't know I, yeah I, people are pretty dumb i forgot about that i forgot about that that was a 2018 thing but yeah so bird box is a movie if you're unaware of what the fuck it is bird box is a movie it's a netflix original i believe um and it's like Essentially, an end of the world type scenario where people are dying left and right because they look outside and they see whatever the fuck is there and it makes them instantly kill themselves. And it's just, it was spreading throughout the world and it's just taken over the whole world, whatever it is. So, the people who have survived 
wear blindfolds whenever they go outside and navigate blindly. Um, it's, you know, kind of, I, I like the concept of it. It's pretty cool. And the way that it was, I guess, implemented could have been better. But I went into it with, like, zero expectations because I didn't watch it because of the hype. When I went to watch it, I hadn't, you know, I've seen people mention it for the meme, but that was it. I did not see the hype for it, and people have overhyped this movie to hell and back, and then memed the shit out of it. Jordan. So, I watched it before that, um, and didn't, you know, I didn't have any expectations, and I enjoyed it, because I didn't have expectations set. And it's, you know, it, it could have been better, but it's, I mean, it's just, it, it wasn't bad. I, I, I definitely enjoyed watching it. Silly, but, you know, whatever. And a certain uh, guest member that usually is here sometimes on the podcast, Mr. Uh, Marino Mangold, uh, our, our movie critic, he said that he hates this movie. said it's a piece of heaping fucking garbage that belongs on Netflix, basically. Um, that's not his words, but that is gen- or that's just like a, dis- a general idea of what he said. I'm sorry if I so... distract you with my ugly. All right, SpongeBob. Um, but yeah, I just it, it's it's I I think the movie would have been fine, and if it went under the radar, would have been fine. But because everyone overhyped it and it exploded with the memes and shit, it has bad rep because it's like oh it's a really 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 good movie it's like movie of the year and this and that it's like no no it's a netflix fucking original movie we haven't even gotten avengers yet so how can you call that yeah it's an it's a netflix original movie and that's not to say netflix originals can't be good i mean you know look at uh stranger things and marino's just when i mention that but I mean, really, look at Stranger Things. That was successful, and that's not that bad either. That's pretty good. I enjoy that a lot, and a lot of people do. But still, this was overhyped to shit. No, it did not hold up to any of the expectations most people have had, I would imagine. Um, I did enjoy it, though. And if you like end-of-the-world scenario-type movies like I do, I would suggest it's worth giving a watch. Um, but other than that, it's just I just think it's dumb that it's been overhyped the fuck out of. Like, it's, 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 and the memes are stupid. But yeah, that, that about pretty much sums that up. It's just overhyped. And yeah. Yeah. I don't know, Bird Box seems kind of a dumb movie. I'll watch it eventually if I feel like it. There's yeah, no yeah, real yeah, reason yeah. to, but if I feel like mm-hmm. it, I will. So yeah, uh, Bird Box apparently is kind of overhyped and. Kind of meh. Yeah, not that good. Um, now, Patrick, you've got probably a long spiel to go on here. Um, yeah. So, so yeah. Uh, probably before this, uh, is there anything uh, you had him before? I jump into there, like, anything interesting that happened to you last year that you just want to reflect on and say it was good or bad or anything exciting? Um... Particularly. Well, how about you, Vinny? Nothing particularly. No crazy events or nothing? No. I mean, last year was a very weird year. Uh, there was a lot of negative shit that happened, um, I would say. 
Yeah. I won't go into detail, but there's a lot of negative shit that happened. Like Not vehicles. just with, like, my personal family stuff, but, like, just in general in the world, a lot of negative shit. I'm just saying um, personal stuff. But personal stuff, like, you well, know, negative shit, but it, it breezed through it at least, I guess. There was there was also three conventions that we went to, and it was a lot of fun. Um, definitely, I would say out of the three trips we had last year, my favorite was the San Antonio one. Yeah, because we didn't, because that one, technically it was just two conventions, but we had three trips, but that one convention got canceled. Yeah, exactly. The San Antonio other convention had been canceled last minute, but I still had a lot of fun on that trip, even though I was sick at the beginning. Yeah, Ben got sick too. Yeah. And we just but, made a bunch um, of stupid videos in that, during that time. Yeah, that was that's where uh, Edward Cummy Hands came from. <laughs> and a bunch of other clips that are on uh, my Jazzy Wink mm-hmm. side channel. That's where you got your right. twenty. That's where you got your twenty dollar NES. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's like when I got my first NES, um, and that's really when I started. My collection started like growing pretty big. Was last year. You pretty much almost was... spent the entire day just going out to flea markets and shops and doing all this other stuff. Yeah, I actually found some good stuff. Actually, felt like we were game hunting. Yeah, we were. We were, for lack of a better term, we were. Game chasing. Except uh, people yelled at us with the camera. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, he didn't yell at us. He's like, oh, no, no, don't record me. Don't record Don't record me. But, I mean, yeah, other than, you know, convention stuff, I don't think anything super, super significant happened that I can recall. I, I mean, That's if rude. I can't recall it right now, maybe I'm just blanking out. Yeah, because you're rude. Well, wait, what? Because of what I said? or No, because you forgot something. I... I mean, shit, no, what did I forget? We finally Jordan met Connor in person. Do what? I said we finally met Connor in person. Oh, yeah, that's right, we met Connor. Shh. I don't know why I wow, forgot that. Asshole. He even he brought us to a podcast. free hotel room, I don't care. I mean, I, that's what hey, I, I forgot. at least he didn't yell at you for holding a door. The reason, I think that's probably the reason why I forgot, is because the... The, the you know little bit of qualms that came with that from someone else, but yeah, we got to meet Connor. That was awesome. That was actually really really awesome. Yeah, we got to meet our buddy Connor after we've been friends him for fucking ever. I got to see what he but, looks like. I pretty much his mother paid for the hotel room for us to stay in, which is very nice, very generous. Yeah. Yeah, that was really really nice. Spent the whole weekend with him plus a day, and it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. Definitely enjoyed it, and can't wait to see him again. Hopefully this year, yeah. we get to see him again this year. That'd be awesome. Do what? I had a lot of fun at our retro paloozas that we went to. Got a bunch of stuff and had a good old time. Yeah, those are always the highlights of the year for us: is going to our conventions and hanging out and chilling. Sure, would be better because I can actually stay there for a week, so just a few days. Yeah, so just like three days at a time or some shit. We also met uh, Mark, Kirk, and Susan uh, when we went to Dallas. Yeah, we sure did. We very, sure did. Very humbling for them to last day at our See, house. Thank you, thank you for reminding me of this shit because I'm just drawing a blank. I'm like, um, 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 I don't know why. I guess because well, I was on the spot. I think I'm going to leave before Jordan makes an even bigger idiot of himself. <laughs> Listen, let me make as big of an idiot of myself as I want to. I just don't want to be here for it, okay? <laughs> Fair enough. Vinny's got to drop out. He's out of time. So, if you want to find me, you can find me at Vinny Plays Vlog on Twitter or Vinny G Plays on Twitch and YouTube. 
All right, well, Vinny's out of here now. Right at his time, which you know you guys are used to at this point. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. I, I, I would like to apologize for forgetting this shit. I'm just, I already, I already won this podcast with a weird mindset. So, I mean, I started off rough, did an okay middle, and at the end, just falling flat on my face as I usually would. <laughs> but yeah, we met Mark, Kirk, and Susan. They let us stay at their place in Dallas. Uh, they're buddies of, or family friends of our buddy Anthony. And they just, you know, Play graciously accepted us into into the house. <laughs> Played mini golf with uh, Mark Beckin. Yeah, there's four of us there, and that was a lot of fun. Like, for me, that might have been the highlight of the trip. Like, that was just awesome. Like, we just, you know, what is it, a Friday night? And we're all like, all right, so what do we want to do? It's like, well, it's Friday night. There's bars everywhere, there's clubs everywhere, there's a concert going on, all this crazy shit, loud shit, and we're all, like, introverts. Like, Beck's the only extrovert there. Everyone else is, like, introverts, and we're like, eh. Eh. I don't want to go where there's a lot of people and screaming and shit. So, like, like, well, we could go to a golf range and just, you know, drive balls, you know, just golf a little bit or something. And Patrick just goes, well, what about mini golf? And we're like, oh, my God. Why did we not think of mini golf? And that's what we did. Yeah, we did uh, two courses out of the three. It was getting yeah, late. that was close. So that was good. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Genuine, just fun. I kept the scorecards in my hand, so I golfed the whole time with one hand, and I kept pissing Mark off because I'd get a hole in one, and I, with one hand, he'd be like, "Who are you?" Uh, it was great. But yeah, it was awesome hanging out with him. And his parents, they were just awesome. And Beck came down, too, for that one, so he had fun there. Yeah, well, yeah, of course, we got to hang out with Beck, our buddy Anthony. Went to a very good, they would treat us out to a very nice, expensive lunch. Yeah. Then we went to Nebraska, then, which was a lot of fun. Yeah, we traveled all the way to Nebraska. Yeah, I know. Furniture store in Dallas. Um, It was very big. There was a vlog episode for that of us just going around Nebraska furniture store. That's great. It's weird, because it's huge. Yeah, it's weird. Just a good all, just a good positive stuff in 2018. There was that stuff was a positive stuff, definitely. The highlights. Like 2018 was a weird year, but 2019 just gotta remember the good wise, stuff. At least. Hopefully, yeah. Hopefully, Houston will be for sure. I just always love. I always just love hanging out with Anthony. You know, us gonna be able to hang out with them. It's just so pure. It's just so pure. And then getting to meet Connor was awesome. Finally, after all these years, it just. Nothing but like, well, guys, I'm down to do whatever. I'm just gonna go with the flow. So yeah, that it's a good year. You can uh, go to my final off topic, which I'll try to make as brief as I possibly can, because Ben was here and we would go on for a while about it. But uh, start of 2000, start of 2019, uh, and kicked off a good, re- good uh, pay per view. Probably gonna be the best one of the year, because last year's. Uh, Wrestle Kingdom 12 was last year, and that was one of my favorite pay-per-views because it was a really solid, solid pay-per-view, stacked card, everything was very well. And this year, Wrestle Kingdom 13, they had it like, of course, nighttime in Japan, so it was like 2 a.m. here when it started. Yeah. So I watched that, stayed up all night with that, and it was pretty good. Um, It was it like, what, 8 a.m., 9 a.m.? Well, it was only like a four-hour show, but I stayed up to like seven or eight because I was just oh, watching okay. stuff. But yeah, it was a lot, it was it was shorter. 
had the same amount of matches, but it was like felt shorter than last year. Because like last year, the shortest match was like fifteen some minutes, while you had like four matches. Don't even, didn't even go that far. So it was a really short, short card this year. And it was a you know it was I'd probably say last year's was a lot better, like in terms of like star power and like match quality wise. But it was it's not saying that this pay per view was bad. It was honestly really good. They had really fun stuff for what they had, like the pre match with uh, a gauntlet match for the never open weight six man tag team tile match where you had the most violent players go over like chaos members, Suzuki guns, the elite. And just other people. Because there's a lot of people to go over than that. Because let's see. The most violent players. I'm probably going to butcher a lot of these names because they're in Japanese. Toga, Maga, Makabe, Toroyano, and Rusuki Tagachi defeated Yuji Nagata, Jeff Cobb, and David Finley of like the New Japan roster. And then the chaos members of Rukugoto, Beretta, and Chucky e. T. And then Suzuki Guns, Monoro <laughs> Suzuki, Lance Archer, and Davy Boy Jr. Smith. And then they also defeated the Elites, Hangman Page. Juro Takahashi and Marty Skrull for in a 27 minute match for number one contenderships for that. So that was the pre show, and that was a pretty fun, exciting way to start off the show. And then we get to one of the top matches of the night, or expected to be, and it lived up to the hype, I would say, with Will Ospreay going against the champion Kota Ibushi for the Never Open Weight Championship. And it was, whew, it was a stiff match. Everything you wanted between these two, you, <laughs> you pretty much got there. Beat the shit out of each other. Oh, it, it got so bad to where, like, see, Will Ospreay, like, he took, like, his elbow pad off and, like, literally, like, hit, like, his elbow, like, the back part of your elbow straight into the back of the head of Kota Ibushi, which legitimately knocked him out. He could not move at all. He was, like, Ooh, knocked out. damn. Like Japan goes hardcore with their wrestling. Yeah, and he had a concussion. He had to be stretched off after the match because it was that. Ooh, and then well, well, Osprey had to pick him up for a big move, and you could just tell by him just trying to pick him up how deadlift Ibushi was because he was not there at all. Like he was not moving at all. So he just did his move yeah. and finished him off and became the new never open weight uh, champion. Really solid match. Yeah. Really stiff. You say ooh, and after that he had. Um, uh, Naito stable of Los. I'm not even gonna be able to pronounce this right. I'm just gonna know it now. Los Angro, Los Angro Bernala Bells de Japan of Ibushi and Shingo Takagi. Uh, winning over Suzuki Guns, Yoshinobu and Kenamaru and El Desperado and the champions. Rampanango, 3K of Shonyo, who were the champions. And, uh, yeah, it was a quick-paced match. It only lasted, like, not even seven minutes. It was just quick one, quick and done, which is weird, dude. It was, eh. it was a okay match, nothing too spectacular, but it wasn't a bad match either. Then you had yeah. uh, the British Heavyweight Championship match between Zack Sabre Jr. against the champion Tomoro Ishii. Two very clashing styles of one. Zack Sabre Jr. with his powerful submissions and Ishii was just a big slab of rock and meat. Who's getting, oof, who's hit stiff? Who's stiff? But in it the end, stiff. in the end, there was like, there was quite a bit of submission moves uh, done by Sabre and a lot of stiff, like clotheslines and whatnot done by Ishii. But in the end, Zack Sabre Jr. would uh, tap out Ishii to become the new British heavyweight champion. 
And then, of course, you had the three-way for the IWGP Tag Team Champions with, uh, you know, <laughs> L-I-J of Evil and Sonata challenge, and the Grills of Destiny, Tamatanga and Tonga Lo, going against the champions, well, they were the champions, and the Young Bucks were in there, so, again, new champions are crowned, you're going to see that theme quite a bit, in a very fast-paced, big spot match, really good, and with uh, one of the Young Bucks taking the pinfall because they are leaving NJPW to start their own wrestling company, AEW, so Evil and Sonata are now tag team champions back-to-back for both Wrestle Kingdom 12 and 13, so that leaves two members of the two quarters of the LIJ with tag titles. And then the match after that, probably the weakest one of the card because nothing really spectacular happened. It was a nine-minute match between Juice Robinson against the going for the IWGP United States champion with Cody, with, uh, Cody Rhodes, who is, of course, leaving for... AEW, so the match, so the outcome of this match was very obvious that uh, Cody was dropping the belt, which I guess kind of led into well, it's not really exciting because you pretty much know the entire outcome. So it's just like, all right, how is it gonna end? Which it was, it was okay, nothing too special, but it was not a bad match either. I would say. Then you had the champion Koshida defending against Taiji Ishimori, which is a very, it was a very fun, fast-paced junior heavyweight match. Not as the best as it was last year or tournaments prior. Not their best work, but they definitely put on an entertaining match for 11 minutes where Taiji Ishimori defeated Kushida with going to the rumors of like Kushida leaving NJPW for WWE, which uh, I do not agree with, but he's been wrestling there for so many years. He's 36 and he wants to go see what's outside in the world. So I'm like, okay, I just hope they don't ruin you like they do every other talent they steal. Then the first ever, the first and only uh, nine talent match on the main card, not t- not counting the pre-show of uh, Bullet Club leader Jay White against Kazuchika Okada, which is weird seeing Okada not fighting for a title at Wrestle Kingdom. But he's ever since he lost the IWGP Heavyweight Title, he's been like in this weird spiral downward of not being fully focused and losing matches here and there. And then Jay White kind of like fucks with him and then he stole his manager, Goto, who's been around him for like five or six years when he was had that massive championship reigns. And it was a very, another entertaining match. Went about for like 14 and a half minutes. Really good match. Okada brought his traditional Rainmaker get up and song and everything. And it was got one of the loudest pops of the night. Really solid like match between the two with Jay White even getting the victory over Ketsuzuka Okada while making Okada get some... Good strikes here and there because they're trying to really build up Jay White since you know he was announced as the leader of the Bullet Club, which is a big faction in New Japan. So the steps are taken with him to slowly build him up as the lethal threat is. It's nice because I didn't really see that well with last year, but as the year went on and Wrestle Kingdom here, it's like they're really trying to push him because they see talent in him, which I don't blame him. It was a decent, pretty good match. But then. Match number nine of uh, your co-main event of the IWGP Intercontinental Champion, Chris Jericho, defended against Tetsuya Naito, who he defeated all the way in Dominion last year on June 9th for the title. And they had a no-disqualification match, which started off just heavy. It was stiff, like, oof. 
some of those some of those spots maybe squirm. Like getting a pile driver on like the steel ramp. Or when Jericho DDT Naito <laughs> head first in a head first in a table and it didn't break and you could just see him like he's literally staying on his head and you could hear the impact of how bad it hurt. Oof. I should mention there was chairs shots being used and kendo sticks, which left welts on the on the people's bodies. Cause, oof. Plus, it wasn't just a straight up hardcore match. There was like actual decent wrestling involved, so it was a really solid, good match. Like it was very well use of balancing wrestling and uh, weapons, which I thought was really good in the Japan way. They only used weapons when needed to to send an even bigger impact. But eventually. And eventually, after a few finisher kickouts, uh, Naito finally hit his uh, des. Uh, fuck, I don't know. I was about to call it something stupid. One second. The Destito. That's what it was. I almost said Despacito and would have been like a fucking idiot. Despacito. Oh, it's a Destito. Destito, and he hits that. Pins Jericho, and he becomes your new IWGP champion. So that means everyone, I, IJ, in the, his stable. Lij now has the titles, so good for them. And then we finally get to uh, the main event of the whole entire show, the one that's been building up to it, of uh, the champion Kenny Omega going against Hiroshi Tanahashi, who won the G1 Climax Tournament last year to give him a title shot in the main event of Tokyo Dome in the Wrestle Kingdom. And it did not fail to live up to the hype. Went on for a little over 39 minutes. Really solid, great great match really hard hitting i loved every single second of it i was hooked on it just a really solid great match showing the athleticism the durability and just how well these two can work when pushed to great lengths and the weirdest part is too when i was watching this pay-per-view like it just went by so fast because like after the match was done they'd be like all right here's the next match let's get it going let's get it going let's get it going there's like maybe a one or twice throughout the entire show where they stopped show like a promo to like build up to the match, which if done effectively, it works well. Much it did throughout this entire pay-per-view. But yeah, it didn't even feel like it took like four or five hours. It's just like boom, 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 boom. You're like, oh, it's already done. Really good, really good pay-per-view. I loved it. And I guess you should say that. Yes, Kenny Omega was... Rumored to be leaving for either WWE or AEW, so you need to drop the title. So Hiroshi Tanahashi is your new IWGP Heavyweight Champion. Right, I think. I think. I think he would have. I think he had it for. I think it's his eighth reign now as the top guy in NJPW. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure that's how many. Belts he has. He has a really long combined reigns. Let's just say that because I know that. So yeah, uh, yeah, eight times is his current reign. So he's had that belt a consecutive eight times, which is not something to scoff at. That's really impressive for there. Really, and he's been wrestling since like mid late nineties. So he's twenty about twenty year plus year veteran. So he's getting up there in age. Cause let's see how old is he? He's born in '76, so he's 42 right now. Had to be 43. So he has a few years left in him, but not too much. 
to be at the being at the high level that he is. So overall, in uh, Wrestle Kingdom 13 was a really fucking good show. Not as good as last year's, but last year's was a phenomenal show. That's really hard to top. But they damn well tried their heart out with this one. It was a really solid show. Um, Best wrestling show of the year for you, probably. Probably it's us. Though I haven't watched uh, Impact's Homecoming, which I heard was a really good pay per view too. But this I is... apologize for not really adding into that. <laughs> you, know, um, you didn't watch I, it. I really. <laughs> I can't add into that because I'm not familiar with wrestling stuff, especially New Japan. Especially New Japan, like WWE. I can throw a couple memes in there, you know. I know the I know the characters and people, but like I know shit, like about uh, about New Japan, like Okada, a couple others maybe. Yeah, Okada. He's, it. he's a top guy. Like all these wrestlers, I can see them being. They're like they put on very well, good matches. All of them are. Should deserve a well round of applause for all their contributions for this pay per view and previous matches they had they have done for the company because it's really really good. Yeah, I w- loved it. I was very happy when I stayed up watching this. Wonder if Ben's gonna go back and rewatch it or watch it at all. I, Did he watch I would that? recommend. I, you, I can tell him which matches to watch. There's quite a few he should watch. He'll ignore you and watch all of the matches he wants to watch anyways. <laughs> I say I'm just gonna watch all of them. And ignore you. Yeah, probably it wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, but maybe you know. Wonder if uh, wonder if he maybe even watched it with his dad. Maybe he did, because they're both into wrestling. It's a good show. It should be best things to watch. So yeah. yeah, it was a good show. That's all I really like to say about that. Yeah, well, that's uh, pretty good. That was a good ramble there about that. Uh, went into great or good detail about that. Yeah, I would go more into it, but uh, I really I don't want to drag this out more. Yeah, well, I mean, it's a long one. So, before we uh, phase into the outro here, I just want to give a, not really an apology, but this was, for me, this felt like a weird episode. I started it off a little bit rocky, um, and, like, it got better as it went on, and then it just, like, I don't know, for me personally, my part in this episode is a little bit, like, off comparatively, so, you know, weird that this is the 10th episode. And first episode of 2019. And if I, like, seemed weird or something, I'm just off today, basically. So, just wanted to mention that real quick, I guess. Not really an apology. I just, if you notice something off, that's, that was, it was mostly me. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I guess that wraps up uh, the podcast for today. So, it's weird. You're listening to this on a Monday. Um, it's all sorts of, Weird stuff. Unless I don't upload it on Monday, but it, it should be Monday. I don't see why it wouldn't be. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Hope everybody had a, uh, good Christmas, a good New Year, good, you know, whatever holidays you celebrate. Um, because we didn't mention that in the beginning. We all had our good stuff. We didn't get the chance to go over that because we've already gone over it a million times to each other since then, since this is like three weeks after or something. Yeah. But, uh, yeah wraps up today's podcast so just want to say thank you all for tuning in this week um you'll be tuning in the same week again this coming friday for episode 11 um hope you like the change in music and the change in a uh, little bit mix up in the format okay and uh yeah you can find me on twitter at jazawa toad you can find Vinny at vid Sig- oh, wait, what, this- <laughs> yeah Vinny is vid sigma yeah he's vid sigma now 
See how messed up I am today? I'm in the wrong Twitter handle. Me at Giselletoad. You can find Vinny at VinnyPlaysVlogs. You can find Patrick at Assassin underscore Volk. Um, if you want to find Ben, he is at VidSigma. That, that, that one's Ben right there. VidSigma's Ben. Um, and he still won't be here for another couple weeks. Not until the next next episode. And uh, yeah. Thanks again for tuning in. Uh, this is a weird episode, but uh, you know, hey. Let's get it out early. Let's get, let's get the weirdness out, you know, right off the bat. And we'll see you guys this Friday. Bye.